0: Buckle up, everyone, and welcome to Carpool Rugby League. Show with three Rugby League tragics, talk everything Rugby League on your way to or from work. I'm Graham. And I'm the chameleon. Welcome aboard and on with the show. Yes, it's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's another episode of Carpool Rugby League. And not only is it uh, another episode of Carpool Rugby League, we are heading into round 25, the final round of the regular season, the run home to the finals. We are, well, we're well and truly on that path to September, as they say. Um, Griffo, it's all to play for this weekend for some of the teams. Uh, Still spots in the eight eight up for grabs, still spot in the four up for grabs, uh, should be some great football this weekend.
1: All right, yeah, I've, I've no doubt about that. Um, it's good to hear uh, hear the the Carpool Rugby League theme song. I've been out it for a couple of weeks.
0: For so. <laughs> that, that, right. all the
1: bells and whistles here tonight. Arthur, for the listeners,
0: Shane and yourself, went solo the other week. Uh, that was a great help. And then uh, last week uh, we couldn't make it happen. Um, yeah, COVID ripping through my household in the last fortnight hasn't helped things, but we're ready to go. We're ready to, for the footy this week. And um, I t- I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Griffin, without jumping into it too much, just to get your broad comments, because we will talk about all the teams throughout the podcast. Have you? Can you remember in recent times a season like this where we've got the majority of the teams in the top eight are genuine contenders?
1: Oh, uh, it's been a few years. Uh, I, I can't say give you a year when it yeah. happened, but uh, it seems a while. Um, you know, uh, I think back to the start of the year. And um, at the start of the year, we really, we talked about six contenders. Um, five of them are, are still in the frame. One of those that we talked about was the man the Sea Eagles. Well, Um, Unfortunately, they've they've had all sorts of issues this year, and uh, um, they've sort of dropped off the perch, so to speak. Um, But we've got a few surprises in there. We do the uh, the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. I think we both thought they'd make the eight, but weren't going to, certainly not going to be in the top four. Uh, And the uh, the Cowboys came from nowhere. No one thought they were going to do any good. Um, They've they've been great this year. Add your, uh, your Panthers, your Storm, your Roosters, your Rabbitohs, um, and your Parramatta Eels. Mm. And then uh, you've also got the Raiders, who um, who you predicted some time ago, Graham, would make the eight. Um, and uh, and uh, we both talked about the fact that we thought it might be 30 points needed. And that's probably the way it's going to pan out um, if, if things go as expected. And the Brisbane Broncos... Um, after a couple of dreadful hiddens, have found themselves right on the altar, um, and they're really probably going to be relying on on the Raiders to get beat by the Tigers. And if you're relying on a team to get beat by the Tigers, <laughs> uh, you're thinking about next year.
0: Yeah, that's a fair call. And look, it, it must be frustrating for the Broncos. Considering um, yeah, you know, their fate isn't actually in their hands, and when you're putting, as you said, uh, the fate of your finals hopes in a game involving the Tigers, um, and you know, hoping that they get the win, then you know that you're struggling. Uh, we'll have a bit of a chat about the Broncos in a moment because uh, we do know that um, yeah, you know, it's been a fair fall from grace for the, for that club. I mean, only it doesn't seem like that long ago, and it wasn't that long ago actually that we were talking about them uh, being in fourth position and being at risk of lo- missing out on the top four. Um, a lot of us are actually thinking they will miss out on the top eight because, um, and we'll get to our tips later on, but you'd have to imagine that the Raiders would be going into this week's game against the Tigers as uh, pretty strong favourites, given their form in the last few weeks and given the fact that uh, the Tigers are the Tigers. But um, just to keep everyone up to date with what happened last week before we have a look at the ladder and then the implications as that rolls into our preview for round 25, um, which has some absolute blockbusters. Stick around, because obviously, um, as you'd imagine, we're going to talk Roosters-Rabidoves. We're talking um, Storm Parra. We're talking Penrith versus North Queensland. There's plenty of big games uh, amongst the big guns this week that will give us a bit of an insight as to how the finals are going to go. But uh, look, the first um, first game we had last week, were one of the teams you talked about as the contenders. you talked about them all year. Griffo, the Parramatta Eels, um, they're a team that I feel like you're quite wary of, uh, as a supporter of another team inside the top eight and gee, they've been strong, um, 53 to six, they beat the Broncos, uh, last week. And that's also coming off the week before a 42 to six win over the Bulldogs. Uh, before we talk about the Broncos, I want to get your thoughts on the Eels here because they are scoring a lot of points at a really good time of the year. Um, big test this week, but, um... Last few weeks have been pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, it's not a surprise to me. I mean, I, I've talked all year about the fact that you know I think they're a really strong side, and, and they've copped some hammerings. And I, I'm I'm sad that yeah, you know, okay, they got beat, but I'm not writing them off. I, you know, I, I I think well, they've proved they can beat the best, beating Penrith twice, beating the Storm earlier in the year. Um, so they are a threat. Uh, I I know you're going to go through the team lists uh, when we get to it, but um, yeah, I, I see them as a big threat. Uh, as a Penrith supporter, um, I actually hope they can, uh, the Melbourne Storm can get up, but because uh, I'd rather play the Storm in week one than Parade. It's That's that saying, something, power, saying just, something, isn't it? Yeah, well, uh, you yeah. know, I, I don't, I don't fear, fear them as a, as a team, but I, I do respect them, and I, I think they're, uh, they're as good as chance as anyone is uh, of knocking the Panthers off in week one. So, uh, I'd rather play them a bit further down the track if they're still around.
0: Yeah. And, the, yeah, and they definitely earned that respect. Um, you know, this, this game in particular, absolutely controlled possession. I mean, usually when you when you're scoring points, you get the ball back and you hold the ball for most of the game. But um, they, they just seem to be getting all the um, the little things right at the moment. They're looking great in attack. They're creating opportunities. They're holding the ball. Uh, they're looking dangerous. So I, I think the Eels are hitting their straps at the right time. But you, you go the flip side, their opponents, Griffo, the Brisbane Broncos, um, It's it's been a nightmare fortnight for the Brisbane side. Uh, obviously in this game going down 53-6. to uh, Just a week earlier, the Storm put 60 on them. Um, What do you see as the the big difference in the Broncos? Because really, I mean, we had them in top four conversation, you know, a month or two ago. Um, I'm not sure if that much has changed. Has it been that the other teams have an extra gear and the Broncos don't have one? Have there been changes you've seen in their play? Um, what what are your thoughts on where the Broncos are at the moment and where this um this lack of form at the the pointy end of the season has come?
1: Um, I can't put it all down to to Carrigan being out, but I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. Um, I think it was uh, last year when he had a bad injury; he was out for an extended period, and you know we saw. Sort of similar score lines at times. Um, there's a frailty there that's been exposed um, when he's not there, obviously. Um, also, we saw Reynolds go down early in the game, but mm-hmm. he was there the week before. Um, I don't think it's just that. They've got a lot of players in their side who are not good defensively. And uh, good teams have... Uh, And even some not-so-good teams in recent weeks have been able to get over the top of them. Um, That loss to the West Tigers is going to uh, cost them a spot in the eight, I think. You know, if if they had have done what they should have done and beaten the Tigers about, whatever it was three or four weeks ago, um, they'd be in the eight. That's the bottom line. And they weren't good enough to do it, so... uh, yeah, realistically, if uh, if the West Tigers come to their rescue and, and beat the Raiders, I think the Broncos probably just cannon not fodder. Well, no, against a good side. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, Graham, they've actually had a good year overall. Yeah, um, it's been it's been marred obviously by the last month, but as you said, at one stage there, they were in the top four. Before yeah. they went on this, uh, you know, the, just uh, fallen, fallen down the mountain, really. Um, and it's just spiraled. And at the start of the year, if you had said, well, boys, you're going to get 30 points, they mm. would have snapped that up compared to what they've done in the last few years. So uh, if they, and I, you know, it's not a given, but I think they will beat the Tigers uh, that'd be 14 wins and 10 losses.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's so
1: a long, long time since any team with 14 wins and 10 losses didn't make the eight.
0: 30 points and uh, missing out on finals. thats That yeah. just says a lot about the competition. Because I think it was... Yeah. I mean, we made a... Big Last one about, year, you year, got 22? in with
1: 22.
0: 22, 22
1: yeah, wow. Titans. Yep. So...
0: Whereas this year, that'll probably get you... Yeah, I mean, depending on how the Seagulls go this week, um, you could very well have the team coming 11th on 22 points this year. So I think that puts it in perspective too. It has been a tough competition this year. Um, Yeah, the the, the 30 points usually is enough to get you in the 8. 28 we, we find in a lot of years traditionally has been the cutoff. So you know, in all fairness to Brisbane, um, it's been a you know, it's been a major improvement really from from where they're oh, going absolutely, and, and um, you know, winning the majority of their games this year. I I have a feeling that that's what's going to happen this this week. Not to give away too much for our preview, I feel like both the uh, Raiders and Broncos will win this week, and I feel as though they'll come ninth with thirty points. Which yeah, it's, it it does say uh say a lot about the uh, the the quality within the competition this year. And really, when you're talking about quality in this competition, um, I know you love hearing me say this, Griffo, the, the Penrith Panthers are the team that you think of. Uh, for, for for mine, they have been the benchmark. I think for most teams, they've been the benchmark. And we also saw that last Friday when they took on the Warriors. It was would have been very pleasing for someone like yourself to see uh, such a dominant win for the Panthers last week uh, against New Zealand, albeit I think you would have expected them to, to make light work of the New Zealand side.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, the Warriors started well. They they led 6-0 and um yeah, it was pretty tight for much of the first half. And then Penrith uh, put a few tries before half time. And then a similar thing in the second half. I think they scored four tries in each half. Did it reasonably easily? Um yeah, it, it, you know, it was – you think, you know, when you score 46 points and the other team gets 12, you, you're pretty excited, but it was just sort of just expected. So, except now, you know, there's another two points. Um, I don't think that from memory didn't get any injuries out of the game. That was as important as the, uh, the scoreboard, really. Yeah. Uh, this time of the year. Warriors, well – yeah, they're just they're just not up to standard at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed they didn't make fifty. But uh, I said to uh, I said to one of the mates there, I said, "Well, you know, no team that's ever had fifty put on them's ever gone on to win the comp. So uh, it was bad news if the Warriors did." Uh, <laughs> see I think Melbourne put seventy on them a few weeks ago. So um yeah i yeah. think
0: that ship had long sailed but yeah uh, 46 to 12 penrith uh, won that one at home so they continued their good form um another team that's been uh, in really good form at the right end of the year a uh, lot of buzz about the sydney roosters and why not when you go down to melbourne and come away with two points uh, 18 points to 14 um there was a this was a really entertaining game i don't know if you were able to watch it from um from whistle to whistle, uh, Griffo, but I'll I'll tell you what, this was a super entertaining game as a neutral. They got into each other. Um it was a fiery clash uh, and uh, there was um yeah, plenty of entertainment in this one. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh and the Roosters, I'm super impressed with the Roosters. I think they're a genuine threat in this competition.
1: If you wanna play a bit of music, Graham? Uh I'll talk about the game. But uh, okay. <laughs> uh, by but- the way fair enough you, uh, come back for that one so.
0: alright we'll come back for that one but come just back. in general as you'd imagine uh, a lot of lot of positives out of that one um, it sounds as though it even wins an award this week um, look moving on to one of those other teams we mentioned in the top 8 um, battle the, the Canberra Raiders they're sitting in 8th at the moment um, 48 points to 6 over the Manly Seagulls um, I think part of Manly's Downfall at this part of the year is that the season is gone. They can't make the top eight. They got a few injuries, but credit to the Raiders, they got into the top eight and they were uh, they're scoring plenty of points at the moment as well.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, credit to them. Badly, um, a shell of of the team that we saw last year. Um, yeah, they'll be better next year, but uh, yeah, it's been a bad year for those guys. Really it's bad. Nice.
0: Thoughts on the Raiders at the moment. Um, they had a big win here. They have... I mean, look, we, we made it pretty clear that their, their run was one of the softer ones. Um, so last week beating Manly, which is probably their hardest one in the run. Uh, they got over the Knights the week before. They've also had wins in recent weeks over the Dragons. Um, how are you feeling about... The Raiders. I mean, I know your team's in the top four. Um, they, they, they most likely will not play the Raiders in the finals. But I'd, I'd imagine that. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you feel like the other teams in the top eight, especially in the lower half of the eight, that could come up against them in week one, there is that potential for them to be taken too lightly, or do you think that uh, that's, that's fair enough? I, don't,
1: I think because it's a, it'll be a final. I don't think they'll be taking them lightly. Uh. I think the only way the raiders win is if uh the team they come up against is suffering uh injuries you know someone yeah. goes for 10 or worse in the game I, I don't rate them to be honest
0: yeah at this stage we don't if expect you, them you, to be you, if of you've the got a better memory
1: United. than i have graham but when was the last time they they beat a, a contender i mean they went down to a half strength pen side you know in this in this run towards the finals where every well most people were thinking they're a threat to make the finals. Mm. Um people looked at their draw and thought, okay, they you know they they should get to thirty, um, even with a loss in their last five games. Well that loss was was a bad one against, as I said, a Penrith side that had a number of key players out. That was the week. Got a dog game. Um,
0: That's right. That was. Uh...
1: Yeah, I mean they've they've won four in a row since then. So you know credit to them. But they've they haven't beaten anyone. they have just been beaten. the also runs You know, see how they go when they come up against a storm or a para.
0: It's uh, actually funny to answer your original question. Uh, going back to round eighteen, the last contender they beat with the Melbourne Storm.
1: Okay, a weekend storm. <laughs> a weekend
0: storm. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I know Raiders fans have sort of said to me, "Look, there are a few teams that are in the top eight that, um, you know, they've beaten this year. They've beaten the Roosters. They've beaten the Rabbitohs this year." Um, and and that's correct. They have they have beaten those teams this year. Um, but have final if they've beaten the Sharks this year. Um you know so throughout the year it's been a funny year for the raiders they've had these sprinklings throughout the season where they've beaten time, teams that um, have found themselves now in the uh the top 8 and are uh, what we consider contenders the circumstances though in some of those games i think need to be taken into account like you said with um the penrith i'm sure there was no
1: Luttrell the when they beat the, uh, the Rabbitohs.
0: yeah so we're going back a little little while okay. there so you know, take all that into account. But Raiders fans will say, "Look, we've beaten the Sharks, we've beaten the Storm, we've beaten the mm-hmm. Rabbitohs, we've beaten the Roosters." And they're and right. They're, they are correct. So, um, and if if they
1: beat them again when uh, when they're at full strength, mm. I will uh, I will pay homage to the Raiders.
0: Yeah, but the 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 likelihood is that next week they're going to play either the Storm, Eels, Roosters, or Rabbitohs um, yeah. away. Yeah. So yeah, big big ask. Big ask for the Raiders and um it'll be all the more special for the uh, fans uh, down in Canberra if they do get the job done next week. But uh obviously what to get done this week prior to that. Um, whatever
1: happens there, Graham. There'll be eight teams behind we thought, well, wish we hadn't been in the finals.
0: True. True. And the fans can too. Especially enjoy the Broncos. Yeah, 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 definitely. But you know, you never know. Um they've still got a game to win. To uh be able to call themselves finalists this year, one team who is uh guaranteed a final spot, they're guaranteed a top four spot. They'll be playing this week to secure second position on the ladder and get that home final, which from what I hear will be at uh Cronulla. Should that um that second spot be secured, uh are the Sharks sixteen nil over the Bulldogs, um. It, it, it is a bit of a funny season, too, when you've got the, the Sharks. I don't know if the media, whether we get as much hype about the Sharks, but people who really follow Rugby League um, are, are talking about this team as, um, as serious contenders, and they've set themselves up to go deep into the um, deep into the finals. I mean, finals uh, week one, they get a win there. All of a sudden, they're playing a game to get into a grand final, so they've set themselves up really well, um, I think, at the moment, Griffo.
1: Yeah, credit to them. Um, you know, a few weeks ago, maybe a week or two ago, came out, you know, soft draw, blah, 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 that they've had. That's true, they, they've had a softer draw than some teams. But they're in, you're going to be in second position, it seems. And they just one win away from the prelim final. I mean, anything can happen. Yeah. So... Um, it's not surprising that, that they're in the eight. We both had them up there, but I don't think either is
2: not that high up
1: coming no. uh, you know number two. No. So well done, they have flown under the radar a little bit. Again, um, you know maybe they I, I think maybe they've overachieved, but maybe they haven't. you know uh, they're a solid side. Nico Hines has had a great year um, along with most of his teammates, but in particular, Hines coming from the storm, he's been fabulous for them. And um, if it pans out as expected and uh, they come up against the Cowboys at Shark Park, uh, I think I'd be leaning towards the Sharks. I agree, Uh,
2: yeah.
1: So... Yeah, good, good luck to him. Uh, if that game does come to pass, one of those two teams are in a prelim final. And, and um, I'll be honest and say I don't rate either of them as um, one of the best four teams in the competition, but that don't matter how I rate them. All that matters is the number of points that they've accrued week to week, and they deserve to be there. And um, yeah, they you make a prelim final. That's that's a good year, um, but yeah, you're a chance to make the grand final. So uh, yeah, they've had a they've had a great year uh, yep. under their new coach Fitzgibbon.
0: Yeah, he's done a great job. And and look, really, um, at the Cowboys, they're the other team that we talk about in this same conversation. Um, the ultimate overachievers this year. Uh, <laughs> We, we, we had them for the spoon. A lot of people had them for the wooden spoon. It wasn't as though um, we were going off into left field at the start of the year. Um, many, many people who um, who follow rugby league thought that they would really struggle this year, the Cowboys. Um, they didn't get the win on the weekend. They went down to the Rabbitohs. Um, this was a this is a bit of a funny one uh, at Homebush. Um, obviously, Deirdre missing for the Cowboys, uh, famously... Now, due to um, a positive COVID test, Damien Cook was out of this one, which um, will also put him out this week. Um, Cowboys finished the game with 11 men. We don't often see that, but look, the, the, the main thing to get out of this was that the Rabbitohs did win this game 20 points to 10. And this was a huge game for South Sydney because this actually um, confirmed that they would play finals. If they hadn't won this game... They would have been relying on a result this week against the um the high flying roosters. Um, not sure if you saw too much of this one, Griffo, What you make of it? Uh, it was good for the Rabbitohs to get the win. Um, the Cowboys though, we'll talk about them just briefly. You you mentioned there that you don't rate them as the top four in one no. of the top four sides. I've no, I've been saying over the last couple of months that I worry that they don't have that next gear. Like If we have a look at Melbourne and the Roosters in particular over the last couple of weeks and their game on the weekend, they had an extra gear that they shift into at the end of August, getting ready for September. I've got concerns that I think the Cowboys have been redlining all season and I don't know if they've got, uh, got another gear to shift into.
1: Yeah, look, again, I... Uh, firstly, I want to give them credit for for what has been a a fantastic year, way above expectations. Um, but I think last week's game, uh, and and I was watching on a screen from the pub, so I yeah, I wasn't a hundred percent focused, but it just seemed like Souths were never going to lose the game. Um, and, and that's my fear for the Cowboys. that When they come up against a proper, um, good rugby league side, they're going to struggle to beat them. Um, and, and I say that, and I do think they've had a great year, um, but I don't think they can match it with the Panthers. I don't think they can match with, we saw last week, they can't match it with the Rabbitohs. No Damian Cook. Yeah, Deen was out, but Cook's, you know, an integral part of the rabbit hole side. They can't match the Roosters. They won't be able to match the Eels uh, and the Storm. I think there's five sides that are better than them, and uh, and I think probably the Sharks are as well. So, still a great year. Uh, they might, you know, they they might surprise me, but um, if they can make a prelim, I think they've done exceptionally well. Um. Yeah, they've had a few things go their way. One of them was uh, getting a win against the West Tigers courtesy of a bad refereeing decision. That's a key two points when you look at mm. the situation now. So yeah. there's teams like you know the Eels and the Storm are thinking, well, you know they should have had those two points. Um, they're, they're taking our spot in the four. They're getting a big bonus this week with the Panthers playing their reserve grade side. So there's again another two points that realistically they weren't going to get. So, um, but you know, that's the way it goes. You you only play what's in front of you. So um, yeah, uh, people at Townsville don't care. They, they, they've got a team that's going well. That's
2: exactly. And, uh, they've right. had a
1: great year. So, but I think uh, yeah, I think uh, within the next couple of weeks uh, it might come to an end.
0: Yeah. And and realistically, I mean, depending on on what happens, I mean, you, like you said, they could be playing the Sharks in the in the first week of the finals, uh, quite likely. And then when you look at the potential winners from the bottom half of the top eight, um, you know, they they could be playing at the you know Roosters, Parramatta, South, possibly even the Storm in the second week. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I know I hate to say it, and I hope the Cowboys do well, but I do get this feeling that there is the potential for them to, um, to have the the, the two losses and, um, and go out the back door, so to speak, um, after two. It'll years. be a good
1: year, though. That's to be thing. a thing.
0: Great year, mate. They could have came twelfth, and they would have called it a good year. Yeah. If you look back at the start of the year and what was expected, I mean, coming second or third, probably looking at. I mean, we're probably looking at third, I think, is where they'll finish. Yeah. That's a phenomenal year. That is an absolutely, oh, absolutely. phenomenal year. But, uh,
1: we think back to that very first game, and, and that one of the worst games of, of, of <laughs> the league. Uh, That's true. Um, they the went Bulldogs. down on the Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, anyone who, who thought Cowboys were, were ah. going to be spooners were thinking, here. Yeah, I'm collecting yeah. here. So yeah. um, they turned it around. So good on them. Yep, Pete, uh, to be congratulated for what he's done.
0: Definitely, definitely congratulate. Definitely done a great job. Um, the two games we saw on Sunday, uh, none of the teams will feature in the finals. Uh, the Dragons got over the West Tigers. West Tigers fans again pulling their hair out as to how close they could have been, but it just seems to be they. There's, yeah, that they, they, they just don't get the job done. There's always something silly that, that happens. Um, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. Here, here's something I can talk about in the segment, you know, a bit later on when we're talking about the line dropout and how many <laughs> how many teams get it right? I didn't have anything down for my uh for my segment this week. I could play the music and talk about this, but you know I almost feel like hitting the 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 Graham's gaff music and then just talking about the Tigers because you know not not to just single that that out and um you know rub it in, but it just seems to be.
1: Well, it's not rubbing it in. It's just a statement of fuck. I mean, anyway. We'll yeah. leave that to it after some music happens, but yeah, well, no, it's not really the music carousel.
0: Yeah, that's right. So we'll we'll, yeah. we'll 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 leave that one for for a little bit later on. But ah, uh, the dragons um can't make the finals. They'll probably they'll well they will. They'll finish in tenth spot. Um, interesting year for the dragons because as we said, you know usually that twenty eight gets you in the um in the finals. They play the Broncos this week, who are down on form. A win there will put them on 26 points, which would give them a record of 12 wins and 12 losses.
2: Uh,
1: that's a par- more than a pass mark, I think, for the team that they are. Right?
0: Yeah. Um, I-, I want to get your thoughts on that because, um, you know, given our expectations on the Dragons and how they go, whilst it's not a top eight berth and they'd want to make the top eight. Um, you know, is it fair to say then, then yes, they may have exceeded the expectations that we had on them at the start of the year?
1: Well, they exceeded my expectations. Um, I saw them you know, probably bottom four. Not not right down the bottom, but, um, yeah, I didn't see them winning 50% of their games. And then they aren't there yet, but if they beat the Broncos, as you said, that's a 12-12. That's, you know, probably as good as uh, we might have thought they were going to go. They've they've had some awful games, and then they've had some really good ones. They're probably the highlight of their year, two highlights, actually. Beat the Roosters on uh, Anzac Day, and they they had the big win against the Rabbitohs um, down at Wollongong. Uh, In round three, they actually tested the Panthers, and um, um, it was a... There was a call where they lost a guy. I think it was Sewer for ten minutes, and um, Panthers might scored one or two tries, and, and in the end, that was the difference. So um, they've had their moments, but then again, they've, they've been awful in some games as well. So I think uh, I think we've got a third member of the we, we the do. team.
3: Shana, hey everyone, what are you doing? Going, Shaneo? How Go. are we going?
0: going Good. very well, mate. We're just going through the uh yeah. going through the scores from last week. We're actually up to Hello, the last, last game of the round. Um and yep. I don't know if we're going to get too much comment on this one. Uh it doesn't have any oh. bearings on the finals. We saw the Titans defeat the Knights. Um the Titans getting up in this one. Now, we talked about some of the teams earlier yeah, on, Shano. I
3: just the Titans Knights game. Titans fans must have watched. I know the Knights have got not much. But it was like there was a moment in that game. I was listening to it on the radio, and I watched it back because I wanted to see this for myself. There was a moment where um, Brimson sort of sparked something. and All of a sudden, the team wanted to play football, and there must be fans of the Gold Coast going, Where's "Where this was been? this spark eight weeks ago? Where has this spark been all year? Like, I, I know they'll play the the, the nights, and and look, probably they'll, you know." not to be been abysmal at times, but yeah, I, I, as far as spark and spirit goes uh, to pull it out sort of 20 minutes in, in the last second, in the second last game of the year, it's the horses will truly bolted. it. Mm.
0: And, and, and really we, uh, as I said before, we we've talked about the overachievers so far going through the results and the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Cowboys and whatnot hmm Pretty confident in saying that the ultimate underachievers and biggest disappointment this year would be the Titans. Would we both agree on that one?
1: Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I look, yeah. I, I, I had I, I him in my eight, right? the I year had him
3: my A. Can I can I say I know they lost a key player. I I think maybe not as disappointing as the Titans, but definitely up there's Manly.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, that's... I agree, Shane. I just... I, I just, I just think only that, won you know,
3: I know Trubovic but... out's massive for them and, and you know, that's in any team. But they have not... Like, we had probably the Titans finishing eight. We may have had Manly <laughs> higher than I that. I think I had him in the four. Four. And, and, you know, like, to have a team in the four, regardless of who's in and out, and the four from Grace... It, 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 I, you know, I I was actually, and you know who brought this up is um, it was mum. <laughs> mum sort of said, you know, surely a disappointment of the years, Manly, and I thought, well, far out. You're not, you're not too far wrong.
0: Yeah, but um, look, we we know that these teams, I mean, there are sixteen teams in the competition. Come next week, there will only be eight. Um, just to give you an idea of the rundown, I know we've alluded to what's going on in the ladder there, and if you're listening to this show, I'm pretty sure you're across what's going on, but we'll just confirm it for everyone. Uh, minor premiers, Penrith Panthers, uh, 42 points. They cannot be caught. Second place as it stands now are the Sharks on 36, Cowboys 34, Storm 32. That's your current top four. Big uh, stakes this week with the Storm vs. Eels game, given the Parramatta are also on 32 points. Then uh, the Roosters and Rabbitohs, who play each other this week, are both on thirty. They currently hold positions six and seven. The Raiders are on twenty-eight on in eighth spot, as two of the Broncos in ninth spot on twenty-eight. And then we have the um, the teams that we can all officially draw a line through: Dragons twenty-four, Seagulls twenty, Bulldogs fourteen, Knights fourteen, Warriors fourteen, Titans twelve, and the West Tigers ten. All right, Griffo, well, I know we didn't really cover much on the uh, the big game last week, which involved the Roosters and the Melbourne Storm. We know we were holding it off for a special uh, segment, so I think we'll head over to you next to see what caught your eye for Griffo's grab. May not be a big surprise hey, here, but... No uh, surprises, is, now, <laughs> no surprises.
1: The, uh, the Rooster and the... Uh... The thunder uh, are out of the bag already. Um, what caught my eye last week was that game and the the ferocity um, with which both teams um, put everything on the line. Um, it reminded me very much of of, of State of Origin three uh, in that intensity that we saw. Um, particularly early from the Roosters, where they threw absolutely everything at the Storm and, and got the ascendancy on the scoreboard. Um, Storm being the Storm, they, they stood up, and uh, they were in that game. But uh, the Roosters were definitely the best side. But just the clashes, um, Bradley, Big Nelson, Warrior um, Hargreaves... Uh, it was just, it was intense. Um, you know, we saw, uh, Victor Radley, um, bad pictures really of, of,
3: Mm, not well,
1: no. Um, and then I was very glad to see that he was open about, uh, at the end of the game. um, but there's there's got to be concerns about that young man. He, he's a young man, and he's he's uh, he gives out plenty, but he's uh, he cops a lot. And some of it is I won't say self inflicted because he doesn't hit himself in the head, but a lot of his yeah. a lot of his uh, injuries have, have been I... because of just going in and collecting hips or. A lot of his injuries have been when he's, he's gone low and he's, just, he's got it wrong. Um, yeah. I love the way he plays, uh, but uh, I, I do fear for his, his longevity. Not so much his longevity in the game because it's only a small part of his life, but, but his, his long-term health is, is a concern, really.
3: There's, there's probably, I agree, Griffin. And someone asked me about this um, during the week, and they sort of said, "What advice would you have?" And I said, "Look, the guy, the guy just goes into tackles hell for leather, and he's not like your Napa hell for leather. He's a bit different. The three players I, I I think of when I think of football players who would go into tackles just absolutely." In an insane manner, and, and, and 99.9% of the time, get it right. Um, and one of this is going to be probably be slightly controversial because it was a different, slightly different era, um, was uh, Mick Ennis. He he could tackle anything that moved uh, along with Isaac Luke. The other ones, um, Isaiah Yo, and Sam Burgess. I think if he, you know, like like that, that if I took those four players, they're players that would tackle anything, and hard, and and do it in a manner where the technique's correct and everything's correct. He, you can't, you can't deny his effort, the poor bugger. And and when he gets it right, he nails a player. But when he gets it wrong, it's usually a a. a a couple of weeks stint on the sideline where if he's lucky, it's a couple of weeks, um, you know, from the limited knowledge I've got, and Graham, you've got more than me um, convulsing can and can be, uh, you know, it's one of those things that is either it can be associated, may not be, but he, it can't, what has to be acknowledged is, is this guy has had plenty of time on the sidelines and, um, due to putting his head in the wrong area. And um, he is a talent. <laughs> you know, you just hope that, you know, there's players that just have got it right and they've they've fixed it up and they've gone on to have careers. And you just hope he's one of those because he's a good player. The guy,
1: when you started talking uh, there, Sheena, that came to my mind, um, probably a little bit, certainly before Graham's time and probably before your or uh, Ronnie Rumble, Gibbs.
3: Yeah. Um, Okay.
1: Who was a, a kamikaze? Yeah. Yeah. um, guy oh. for, for the for Manly and, and later yeah. on, I think he played in one of the Gold Coast sides. But um, yeah, he crossed the line uh, sometimes with yeah, there well, was a lot of suspensions. A, but he, he was similar. And guy, he threw everything in.
3: Another guy who threw everything in when he ran and and did a little bit of it when he was tackling was Martin Long. L-
1: Lang. Lang
3: Lang sorry Lang. Lang.
1: Lang. Lang. Lang he played with Nathan Long yeah. so it was yeah. a Lang yeah. that's combination. right he did play Sharks. with
3: Nathan Long yeah but that Martin Lang now, he was crazy when he ran but he'd go into tackles the same way and and he'd make them more often than not so but again different era where if you got if you sort of came reeling out of a tackle, yeah. you just went back in defensive line, you wouldn't know.
0: And in those days it was um, oh you got your bell rung. Right. Okay. How
3: wouldn't it, he would he would hit wouldn't he? Yeah. But even when you look at that that side, like I'm just reminded now of people like Joe Nullivau, who who back in the you know, the hair care hair bear twins era oh, yeah. would hit hard. Like you know, like um um uh Clinton was another one, you know. Um, but but again, probably a different era where you weren't entirely sure if they, they did it right or wrong because they just sort of reel out of it and, and get back in the defensive line. But, yeah, I I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just hope that, you know, you don't want to see a talent like that all of a sudden find he can't play rugby league because yeah. – because of one too many head knocks, you know. um, It's heading that way, though. It is, it is, 100%. Um, I was only, you know, just preparing myself for the NFL season and and a lot of the discussion coming out of there, and we know this is where more of this, less this all started. Um, A lot of discussion out of there is, is that um, if you find yourself concussed um, for maybe... A couple of games is that the season for you? So you know they're starting to really say mm. that 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 recovery and concussion is more than just the week. It it really is about this long term recovery where who knows? We could be finding in three years time a heavy concussion is just as bad as a as a as a ligament as ligament damage or or, or muscle tear. You know, and let's face it. Look, you know, if I've got a torn muscle, I can hobble around regardless of my age if 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 my brain buggers up I'm I'm done so you know maybe maybe it is getting the the the, the, the time it deserves I don't know but yeah it's it's it is heading that way Griff i fully agree
1: yeah just uh, just also on that much um it came at a, a price um for the roosters not quite as much for the storm but but I was really interested that the only guy doing time off the field for yes, all that yes. went on in that game was, was Lindsay Collins. Yes, for, I agree. I, I,
3: yeah. I was wondering, if, I wasn't going to say anything because I thought you might have brought it up. I agree, Griff. I, uh-huh. I, now, is $3,000 one of the largest fines we've seen so far? Like, it, it just felt yeah. like to me coming towards the end of the year, are we starting to give larger fines? Like, uh, like I, look, I'm not saying it's because they're versing South. They could be versing anyone next week. I, I would have thought we Rui Hargreaves may have been a week. I don't know, I don't how know.
1: him and Big Three Nelson.
3: Grand. Three grand's a lot those, of money.
1: Those two guys just keep copping fine after fine after yeah, fine. And, and, and that, I don't and think that's it's true. fine. That's, that, true. You know?
2: that's true.
3: I
1: don't think it's fine at all, I think. Yeah. Um, I can't understand how no. you guys keep escaping. Um, a student without, brought this up,
3: even getting a game for what I suppose. They do. the monster come down with an elbow, got nothing. Yeah, nothing. that was ugly. That was ugly. Can can uh, um, I'll say this: a, a young a young man brought this up. He would be fifteen. Uh going for his elves, and he said this. He said. Uh, on my Ls, he's got a series of restrictions. And I said, yeah, that's right. He said, if I break those restrictions, i get a fine and demerit points. I said, that's true. He said, in the NRL, shouldn't a fine also equate to an element of demerit? That if you got fined for something, you seem to have been guilty, so there's an element of demerit. And the fine is in lieu of weeks. And I'm sort of saying, yeah, I'm sort of getting what you're saying. If you're getting a continually, if you're getting a continuous amount of fines, when's your license run out? And I went, yeah. that's it. That's a very good point.
0: Are we? But then are we getting back to where we were last year, where we had carryover points, where you know well, you weren't dealt with with the charge, and then all of a sudden we're saying, okay, he's done his. Because you you, put, you look at other ones, you know, you say that you know, okay, Nathan Cleary's got five weeks.
2: Um, but the, you know, is, there is going to
0: be a carryover with that? And he sneezes on someone, yeah, he misses a final, no, no, and no. then we got the shit. Nah, but
3: the, but but he got the five weeks because of his fines.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah it was his second that, offense the, for a similar I mean? effort. The thing, the thing is, I and mean, that's I the same thing too. The the yeah, and I, I I get what you're saying. Instead of going a bigger fine, why shouldn't that be a match?
3: Yeah, w- at what point do we say what's a match worth? Yeah, I mean, and can you and can you buy them well, back? And can you buy them back? And and that's the flip side. Okay, all right, we'll pay ten grand for it for for Keary to play next week. Or oh, I guess that Latrell Mitchell he's more inclined to get in, to get in suspended, but you know what I mean. Like if 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 Penrith wanted to have Kiri back one game before the finals, and they said we'll pay ten grand for that. That's effectively the system we're building now. I've often, I have been a massive fan, and you guys know I have, of being able to buy your suspension. If the it's, if, if, if you talk about this, if before. Your club can pay for yeah, it. Pay Sarah, for
0: it. Yeah, that's what Maria you know Harris mean? and Radley have effectively been done. doing.
3: That's what they've done.
1: And now, Big Nelson
3: and Big Nelson, more than more than guys that, Radley,
1: even like
3: these are guys that have been. These are guys that. Sorry, a big Nelson. It's not as if so. they're the. It's not as if it's their first no. offense. Three grand. When you look at, and I, I So I, I sort of, I sort of had a quick look at the fine system and how. And three grand. That's almost double what most people get fined. My way of thinking is: at what point do you get double the penalty? You know. So how come you get double when it comes to fines? But you don't get double when it comes to matches. I think there has to come a point in time where someone just goes, you know what, this is ridiculous. I, I, would the Roosters be happy paying it? You bet you they'd be happy paying it. I, I, our, all our clubs we go for are cashed up clubs. They'll pay it. It doesn't the, matter. The, there comes a point in time where I think a club. Need, I think the NRL needs to say, you know what, We the, the fine's over. You've lost you- your licence for a week.
0: So what you're basically saying is they need to scrap the current system where any grade one is a fine, and there yeah. should be instances where a grade one becomes a suspension.
3: No, since when is a grade one worth three grand? When you've got priors. It's, but you give me how many instances has it been worth three grand? Uh, twice on the weekend.
0: Three, three times That's on the it. weekend. Three times. Jordan, Ricky. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could, I'd have to go back. I've only got this week's in front of me. No, no but, but what I'm um, saying, bro, um,
3: I've gone back. I've gone back. It's what been was, absolutely
0: minimal. Yeah, but fifteen
3: hundred dollars. Yeah, there were fifteen hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, but if you've got priors, the 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 penalty is more severe. Grade that's one right. is always a fine. Grade that's one with the new system right. this year that's has right. always been 100%. a fine. To get suspended, so you have prize, to be a grade with two.
3: Prize, with priors, it, with priors, it's a bigger fine. Doubles. So you're the saying,
0: yeah. so your, your issues with the system of the fine in a sense that rather than a grade one always being a fine. This, the the second offense of a grade one should incur a match.
1: You I would betcha. agree with that. You bet yeah. you it should incur be a Hundred
3: percent. Yeah, the idea of the it's fine is to
1: act as a deterrent. Well it's not yeah, deterring yeah. Nelson. And it's, it's not third Maria Hargreaves. And it won't.
3: You know they keep why it won't? The same thing. Because their clubs can pay for it. Yeah. South Sydney's the same. Penrith would be the same. Any of these cashed up clubs would pay for that fine quite easily. So, and that's the thing.
0: Yeah, going if back... You, if
3: you're at the point where you've got a prior... Now, I get it. I don't want to get... you. I, I hear what you're saying, Gray. I don't want to get to the point where it's like, all right, you get all this. You know, yeah, okay, you pay the fine. It's done. But there comes a point in time where, what, can someone just keep paying a fine every week? Yeah, well, Jordan Rapana, remember the shoulder chart yeah, in round right 18? In
0: yeah. Um, happened with Tom Flegler in round 12. Matt Burton actually for his shoulder charge in round twenty two was a three grand fine. Yeah, um, but he I think
3: his was based. His wasn't due to prize. His was due to I did, I had a problem with his. Don't you worry. He should have got the week too. Yeah,
0: a lot a of these two in round eleven fines, for a crusher.
3: A lot of these three grand fines I I don't agree with.
0: Milford's shoulder charge was a three yeah, grand fine. One
3: week, one week. to um, one.
1: Did you hear Annesley's take on some of this stuff when the, uh, there was criticism of, of Nelson and, and Warrior yeah. Hargreaves? Uh, I
2: didn't hear it, Griff. What was uh,
1: it? He used the term, it's in the eyes of the beholder. Now. What? Um,
0: Beauty? No. Like how the church
1: and getting the, divine intervention? The level on this? of. of uh, of what the match review committee right. is yes. setting, yes. some of the things that uh you know that they're only going in as grade one. Um, and he's you know, I mean, can every I... every week he comes out, and you know, he's a, he's a former politician, so yeah. um, yeah,
3: true, true he, very true, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, very true. He tries to,
3: to continue to Plays be the with politician. That can I can I can I say this? You know how we were talking about? No, no. Graham loves this. Um, um, no, no. Like, like, like intent. Like, like looking at intent in tackles. How do you get into the mind of the player? Can I say this? I think, I think that a lot of the judiciary, and being ex-players, I think a lot of them look at the type of game that is next week, and they pull their emotion into saying, "I'd love to play in a game like that next week." let's make it grade one with $3,000 fine and let them play. Do you, do you
0: think a, a bit of it there is what I'm also sort of thinking? I'll tell you what- An undercurrent started, there is, do we yeah. want all the stars available for the big I games at the end of that. the year?
3: I'll tell you where I started thinking that, you go back to the Burton one, $3,000 Burton fine. You watch what the dogs were doing and what Burton was doing and how they were building, you go, mate, you just wanted him there the next week.
0: Entertainment value. It's entertainment. It was.
3: It was. It was. The dogs were staying. It looked the, like they'll get off the bottom. They're in
0: the entertainment business, mate. It, it is
3: in the entertainment business. Now, that's fine. If ever... Pardon, pardon but, but as long as everyone gets the same deal. Do you
0: I guys... Mean, okay, this is one I want to bring up before we get off this because I'm going to forget about $3, it.
3: $3,000 crap.
0: I know we hate the hip drop. But do you feel that there's this um, massive, I suppose, chasm between what's been going on with these fines and then four matches um, for something like with the Lindsay Collins? Now, I know this is one that um, we were gonna, we, was definitely going to come up because we know that um, it's, um, it was on Tom Eisenhuth and he is actually out for the season with uh, as what Griffo refers to as a Cindy injury, um, syndesmosis. This is this is one they're coming down really hard on and I think what you guys are actually saying here is if we're serious about getting this other rubbish out of the game, get yeah. rid of the fines. The minimum um, the minimum charge is a match. Otherwise you don't get cited, because
3: there's not much point in getting well, cited. I don't mind I don't mind. Yeah, the I don't $1, mind $1. That. That's what we had yeah. and
1: then and then yeah. they brought in the fine system.
3: The fifth look, the, the the grade one, no prior fifteen hundred dollar fine. Not a problem. I, I don't have an issue with that. That's your first offense. You've, you know once is a mistake, twice is a problem. You've made your mistake. I agree with Shane. That the thing is, the thing I have the problem with is that all of a sudden, like, like okay, we look at the hip drop, and and you know my thoughts on the hip drop. I'm not going to bore the listeners. That you know my thoughts on it. My thoughts on the hip drop are the same as the crusher tackle. Now, crusher tackles are going for fines. Yeah. Now I'm telling you now. I know a hip drop can do some serious damage to my knee. And oh, leg. Exactly, you. A, a, a crusher tackle can kill me. A crusher can kill you. A crusher done in the wrong way will totally mess you up.
0: And there have been. A hip drop's
3: gonna break your leg. A, a crusher will break your neck. Toby
0: Rudolph, halfway through the year,
3: they're just trying, got a three grand fine for
0: a crusher they because it was his this. second... I know. They yeah. do
3: this, Graham. They're like, oh, we've got to get the hip drop out of the game. Let's give someone 10 weeks. It's like, no, it doesn't work like that. To mm. get the hip drop out of the game, what you've got to say is, you got to say, you'll be sent off immediately. You'll be given time on the sideline, yes. But don't make it any worse than anything else that can do the same damage. Like, you know, because no one no one does the crusher anymore. Why? Because four years ago there was a massive issue with the crusher. Hmm. Cannonball's the, is, the other one. Cannonball. The thing is, you know what I think with the crusher? If you do like if if look no, to fix the crusher, I can fix it in a heartbeat. The minute the player holding the ball. Goes back on into a player, they are held, and it's a dominant tackle. And you won't have people back into tackles anymore. They'll go front on into tackles. Where the where the crushes happen is people go back in, and because it's easier to pull than push, they they rock into the back of a, they rock their back into the player, and they gain more meters. You know what the NRL should do? They're too much knuckleheads to figure this out that if an opposition player with the ball comes into the defense, it should be instantly held, and it's a dominant tackle. So you can can hold the player there for three seconds till your line gets set, and you know what? You won't have any more crusher tackles because no one will go backwards into a tackle anymore. People go backwards into the tackles because they can gain more meters because their body weight and the way the body dynamic works, they can grab them. You watch it. That's how they get meters. If you're someone who's crap at playing the ball, you bum-ass first into the uh, into the defense. The minute someone turns into the defense, it should be held, dominant tackle, and then you won't have anyone do it and it won't be an issue. But the NRL referees can't figure that much out. What they'd rather do is say, no, nah, we'll let it all go ahead. I think it's ludicrous that a player come back into the tackle fight with the defence what's the defence meant to do are you you know hold him up you're going to call held No, all right, I'll chuck him on the ground now I don't agree with it and i think that the def- I don't agree with the defence what they do with it and the original crush tackle was a wrestling move it wasn't what we see now thankfully because the original one was horrible the minute you turn in a tackle it should be Hell see the referees take no control with this the referees wash their hands of it and they've palmed it off to the to the um, match review committee this is where the minute a player turns into tackle held and if, and i've had people tell me nah, no nah, you can't do that yes you can cuz you are are you are you held when you get lifted off the ground if you're 2 feet off the ground are you instantly held now yeah,
2: yes you are
3: they've figured it out Because they knew that hurt. That put someone in a wheelchair and then they're going, oh, well, now when you lift, we'll call held. It took someone to go in a wheelchair to figure that out. Before someone else gets in a wheelchair, when someone goes bum first into a tackle, call held and it's a dominant tackle. Players will stop doing it. They'll go front-end into tackles and they'll learn to play the ball properly.
0: If someone told me, um, even... 15 minutes ago that Shane would be fired up about players going bum first. Uh, Look, I wouldn't have believed it. It's it's a special, it's a special day here.
3: I'll tell you why. I had a, I had an under 12 and an under 14 junior side. And they used to do it because you can get more leverage that way. Like, you know, with, yeah, with muscle more, dynamics. Yeah. You can pull, you can pull, you know what I mean? More than push. Yeah. And 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 going backwards in, and I, I I told them never to do it. And they're like, oh, but I can make more meters. I said, you'll get hurt. My job here as a coach is so that at the end of the game, you have a love of rugby league, you enjoy the game, and you go home in the car safely. If you go backwards into a tackle, you are not coming out of here safely. I actually pulled two players, I remember, under fourteens. I pulled them off the field. Their parents were angry. And I said, no, they did exactly what I didn't want them to do. They went backwards into a tackle to gain some leverage. They're going to get hurt because if the player tackling slips over, it breaks their neck. It's the referees on the field. The referee has a moral, legal, and professional obligation to make sure every player on that field is safe. That's what they've got to start doing.
0: And that's Griffo's grab for this week. (laughs) Sorry, Griffo. (laughs) The
2: (laughs) The longest grab ever.
0: (laughs) All right. Okay. Just when the Tigers fans thought it was safe to turn off Carpool Rugby League, it's time for Graham's gaff. Um... This week, basically, I mean, we could talk about the, the Tigers as a whole, but I think what really sums up the Tigers and their inability to win a game um, would have to be the um, the point of the game where uh, they went for the short dropout against the Dragons. They're leading by six. The ball goes five metres, and it touches a Tigers player. So, you look, you basically go from the Tigers effectively getting a penalty in front to go eight in front to giving away the penalty, ultimately losing the game. Um, Look, I mean, we we don't need to talk about this um, in any long form, but um, we touched on it a bit earlier. Really, they are the ultimate team at really blowing things, aren't they, Griff?
2: Yeah, they
1: seem to find ways of losing. Um, They're quite creative and innovative um, if only they could be creative and innovative in ways of winning um, they actually helped me out because I picked the round last week and if they, uh, if that hadn't happened um, I would not have picked the round So um, I think it was the debutante who made the mistake I, I didn't actually see it I did watch the KO mini and they didn't put it on in the mini, uh, I think we talked about that. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Either today, or maybe Monday we mentioned that, but um, yeah, what? I can't imagine how such a key pivotal point of the match wasn't <laughs> couldn't make a twenty-minute highlight, like or well, low light as the case may be. But um, just they're just nice. like the rest sideways. of the game just being nice.
3: Don't worry, so goodbye. many I highlights. I did the same. Oh look. No. Is what it is. Uh, this,
0: But this is what I want to ask you guys, just just quickly, Shana, just to get a comment in part of this, of what you guys say, just on where the Tigers are going to be next year, because we know the succession plan in regards to, um, ultimately, Benji Marshall, but it's Tim Sheens with Benji Marshall uh, by his side. Uh, they've had Brett Morley uh, in the coaching job at the moment, but you've got Tim Sheens with Benji Marshall, ultimately heading to Benji Marshall, uh, taking the leadership of this side. Yeah, that, that that's a that's a big ask for those uh, those gentlemen. Obviously, Tim Sheens oh, has a great um, well, resume, and Benji Marshall is a player hoping to translate that into the coaching I,
3: realm. I I love Benji, and and um and congratulations to Benji in New Zealand. He was awarded the Order of Merit medal. Um, I know I saw today. So great! I love Benji Marshall. I you know um. I always have done. I I, I highly respect him. He is a very, very intelligent human being. Um, I'm not going to say any ill of him. I'm going to say this. Their back of house is a shambles. They have unethical bylaws, which has ruined the experience for the fans and stifled any progression that club has had. The best that the members can offer is that there is a absolute, uh, I was say revolt, but, you know, revolting sort of comes from that, 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 that the members absolutely get together. Um, they, The members have to get together. They have to have an emergency meeting and they have to get that back of house sorted ASAP. Um, I think the biggest person I feel sorry for in all this is Brett McCormally. He put his hand up. To 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 sort of be caretaker. Um like undertaker, really. Like it was, you know, I I think the moment I knew he was in trouble was in his first week. He was in the box and he had Robbie Farrer in one ear, he had Tim Sheens in the other, and he's looking around and threw his hands in the air as if to say, Can you two just shut up for a minute? He then he then 20 minutes later. Was down on the bloody sidelines because he goes, I can't deal with it in there. Their back of house is half the is, is majority of the problem. I feel no without without anyone um, saying I'm wrong. I just think that I I think that really I love Benji. I love his intelligence. I would, as a Tigers fan, be far more hopeful. If he was my CEO, then coach right at this point in time.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, it, it, I think I think you make a good point there the that it is bigger than just the coaching staff and it goes right through to the boardroom and look, that Can I just can that I would suggest can that, I, that I, the
3: is can I do a grab from that game?
0: The Tigers won.
3: Yeah. Surely. Adam it's going Dwayne, to be... he Adam Deweyhi chasing uh, uh chasing yep. uh, yeah, I I mate for where they are in the... I want
0: to say it's Telltale Moga, but I don't know oh, I have
3: that wrong. I can't, I, don't, I can't remember who it was, but geez. I think he it, kept, Moga, I feel it was Telltale like. Moga. It was Moga. He just kept running and he just kept going. And right before the line, pulled him into touch. And I just went... If if, if only the rest of the organization at times fought as hard as that moment, you know, that's... To, to still have Fs to give to, at this point. Yeah, that, and that was the, <laughs> that's what it was. I just went, mate... Like good on like like seriously if it 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 showed, like he's caught a bit of flack recently for his form and the way he's played and some of it's probably warranted. I think some of it's just come from pressure of trying to do everything. When you saw that guy just he just kept running like he from where he came from, he ran over a hundred metres. He probably ran about hundred and ten to, to to pull him down before the line. He just went Mate, if you could bottle that and give it to the rest of the team and the coaching staff and the board, you might not be staring down the wooden spoon the way you are. Uh, that's what I thought. When I saw it, I went, wow. You no, know, from a team, you know, because where they're at and where they are, he could have just went, oh, bugger it. And, and, you, you've, uh, and, and not to swear, but you're right. To, to, to give an F enough to do it, it... Yeah. it I think it says a lot about his personal character.
2: Mm.
0: Definitely. Well, look, guys, I'll tell you what, all that's left to do is get right into it. Round 25, it is the last round of the regular season. I think it's time to kick off our round 25 preview. <laughs> all right, there's the whistle, there's the kickoff. Round 25 is upon us. Massive clash. Thursday night, uh, the Eels will be hosting the Storm Combank Stadium at Sydney. Um, for the Eels, uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard, whilst being found guilty of a dangerous contact charge, will only face a fine. Um, don't want to get any comments on that. We don't want the rant to, to wind up again. But um, look, we know that the they had a massive win last week. We discussed it earlier, guys. Um as you'd imagine, the same 17. Now, I've just received the updated teams for Thursday night, and there is massive news for the Storm. Big blow for the Melbourne Storm, which could swing a lot of punters, could affect your tips here, guys. Jerome Hughes has been ruled out of the clash. Cooper Johns is going to come in at halfback to to partner Munster in the halves. Um, we know Meany's at fullback up front. Kafusi returns to the second row. Kamakameka goes to the bench. Kingsman named to start at lock. Smith on the interchange bench. And as we mentioned before, syndesmosis injury for Tom Eisenhuth. Griffo, I know that you're taking the Parramatta Eels very seriously. And even talking to you earlier in the week off air, um, you, you even said, look, you know, people need to understand the fact that the Parramatta Eels, you know, they could make the top four. They could very well beat the Storm. Um They'll only build more confidence here with, with, with Hughes being out. I think that's a massive loss for Melbourne.
1: Yeah, you bet it is. Um, I uh, I was probably leaning... Well, I was 50-50, to be honest. More likely to probably tip Para because it's at Para, But seeing uh, earlier on the team list and... No Jerome Hughes there just certainly uh, swayed me towards the Eels. Um, it, it's theirs to lose, really. Uh, Eels are at full strength, and that's been one of their big pluses this year is they've been able to largely maintain close to, if not their best team on the park, probably more than any other side. Um, and their best team is very, very good. Melbourne is below their best team by some very key players. Um, obviously, the Flying Dutchman's been out for a while now, um, but now you add to that one of their other key players, one of the best players in the NRL, Jerome Hughes, and uh, I've, I've got to go with, uh, go with the Eels at home. Um, a um Storm will throw everything at him still but I just think on paper power actually better side given the the loss of of Hughes um, Tom Eisen Huth, who obviously is a carpool rugby league favourite he was spoken about very little in the whole Collins incident it was all about Collins and mm, did he deserve yeah. for well what about the poor yeah, guy. the injury. Who, I agree. Who's caught more yeah. than four weeks?
0: He's out for the year, and
1: he's out for the year. I mean, he's only just come back in the last.
3: Jeez, that's a bad he luck. all and, and I tell you what, was it last week? He, like in the last couple of weeks, I was watching. He, he had good. a whale, He had a whale of a game. There was one right, game that he almost crashed over for a try and just go. He's always sniffing around now, like I. He's a hard yeah, we've worker. Got a, we've got a soft spot for him. I get it. But I... Yeah, tell you know, regardless of that, he is a quality rugby league player.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, that. You know, Remus Smith has been out most of the year. I just think their the back line is not as strong. Uh, I just think Parra. Uh, i will be surprised if if Parra don't win now with, with the loss of Heels. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think Para, and, and then they'll, they'll go on and play the Panthers uh, in, a, in a week's time. So, um, what do you think, Shay?
3: Yeah, I, look. Oh, I, when, when Para lost to South uh, a few weeks ago, I, I noticed it's a slightly different team. I thought, geez, this, this, they didn't even get a point. Um, in the last two weeks, they've blown two teams out of the water para fade like that it seems like they fade in a game, and then all of a sudden it was the wake-up call they need I still think they're riding the wave of that call I, I, I think that last week what they did to the Broncos was just an exhibition of how a top four team smashes a team that shouldn't be in the eight and when I look at the storm and who they've got out and what they've got this is the best Para have got. This is the litmus test for Para. I'm putting my faith in them. I think they're going to win. I can't. If 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 Para fail here, then their run into the finals and a run beyond the run in the finals might be short-lived. I think their forward pack is just is, is, is very solid and strong. This is the best back line they've got an offer more importantly i really think that not only is this a really good interchange bench but they've also got two options beyond that should they want to bring them in um sean lane has has been good paulo the storm are the storm though aren't they i just think that you can't bring in someone new i think the storm i think the storm have been exposed a couple of times in in recent memory. Um, I thought when the storm lost to South Sydney, I thought that that might've been the first chink in the armor. And then last week, although the score was close, I felt they were really dominated early by the, by the roosters. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I think I thought they were really dominated early and I think that rattled their cage and they couldn't fight their way out of it. At the start of the year, I said, I don't think the Storm had the venom they once have. I think those two games have fully reiterated it, that they don't have the venom they once had. I've got, yeah, I've got the, um, yeah, I've got the, I've got the Eels. I just think at home, I know they belted the, the Broncos, but the Eels belted the Broncos. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no sort of tip for tat there. Um the only thing I will say is when the storm beat the Panthers, um I thought they had probably the most their best defensive response of the year when the tight when the Panthers, and this is no disrespect, to the Panthers, I thought at times they were slightly off in their defense. It was almost like they were trying to learn how to play with each other without some of their players. Oh, they were in. definitely off. Yeah. And and I think 16 0 was more reflection of what the Panthers can do in defense and holding teams out and learning from each other than what the, than what the, um, storm could do. I've got the ears.
0: Wow. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you fellas. Um, if we did this podcast last night prior to the teams being cut and Hughes was playing, yeah, I'm tipping the yeah, storm, I'll,
3: yeah, I'll, Hughes, I'll, Hughes, yeah.
0: I'll, and I'll tell you what, sportsbet have even reacted. I mean, they've had all week um, the storm a dollar eighty to Parramatta's two dollars. I've just updated my sportsbet app here to see the latest odds. Parramatta yeah. has shortened into a dollar sixty five to two twenty five yeah. for the storm, and while you're listening I, to this I podcast, would agree with that. I would agree with that. So it just shows how much of an impact Jerome Hughes has. Oh, he's um, great. This
3: he's is... a great player.
0: All right, I don't know what to do now. Um, I'll tell were you, 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 were guys, you, were you, you guys. You guys, I, I was I was I was tipping the storm. I thought I I like the storm. I thought that the the storm. That, I know it sounds stupid. And it's not much to be. The storm just seemed to find the ways to lift when they need to. I think they'll want. This top four spot. I mean, I think obviously a win this week and a win next week for the Storm means that they, are you know, they get the week off. There's a lot to play for here. I'll, you guys went the I'll go Storm. I'll go Storm just for for okay. for the sake just to just to show our listeners the fact that I think it's going to be so close that um it could go either way. I'll stick with the Storm. <laughs> Not confident, though. Anyway, um, first match on Friday. This is a bit of a warm-up to the uh, the, the other blockbuster that we have on Friday night. Uh, the Bulldogs will be taking on the Seagulls at 6pm. This game is at a course Stadium in Sydney, so at the uh, Olympic Stadium at Homebush, as we often refer to it. Um, for the Bulldogs... Um, Luke Thompson, he's been named amongst the reserves as he races the clock to return after missing last week's game due to COVID. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, Waddell's back for suspension in the second row. Stimson goes back to the bench. Uh, Pengai Jr. returns to the bench after playing New South Wales Cup last week. Um, for the Seagulls, uh, they've got a few changes here. Uh, cooler, to sender, uh, cooler to center. I had a bit of a return to send a moment oh. then, didn't I? Um, yeah, callers going to the centres, Tvobojevic back to the bench. They've also got... Um, is it Weeks? Is that how I say the unbow's yeah, name? KO Weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Weeks at the um, back. I'd love to get a free subscription to KO for Weeks. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, we'll see how we go with that one. Um,
3: Can you say Ola aloud Tau? Okay. I
2: Josh. Yeah oh, it, you know, it's <laughs> I, I heard Oshayole. I heard
1: um apart from you know being Oshaole
3: mm-hmm. um,
1: it's apparently it's pronounced a lawyer. a lawyer. A lawyer. Yeah, like a solicitor, you know. <laughs> you know oh, who I like, like.
2: But you see, to...
0: that's all they had to say to um... Peter ladies he would have
3: had that one. I like listening to the guy, and uh, his, his name escapes me now. ABC commentator Andrew Moore. Andrew Moore. Andrew Moore. Andrew Moore. Andrew Moore actually rings the players mm. before a season, and, and, and like if a new player comes in, Polynesian, or whatnot, he will ring them and say, "How do you pronounce your name?" Yeah, and, and 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 they say, "Oh, you know. So when he say when he says, "Um, Corey Sow." And, and he gets a lot of flack for it. But to be honest, he actually rings the player and says, how yeah. do you pronounce your name? And, and apparently someone actually took the piss one time and he said, no, that's the way I'm pronouncing it. Mm. And he got really upset and he goes, well, I tried to pay homage to your descendants and to your heritage. Don't take the piss with me. You know, like, like I'm trying yeah. to do the right thing by you, by saying your name, right. Just tell me how to say it. So I, I love listening to Andrew Moore on the ABC because if whatever he says, I take as gospel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they spend a lot of time yeah. um, checking he, up.
3: He apparently um, rings the people personally. That's yeah. pretty good. I, I, and I, I heard it maybe ooh, three or four years ago. He may have even been with 2GB. Back in the day, when when I heard this, and he says no, I, I or because he copped some flack for some names he was saying. He goes, no, I'm telling you now, this is how you say it. I yeah. ring them to let them know. Yeah, it's a it's and, a nice. And yeah. I think it's a I think it's mate. That's that's a gentleman in action there. Yeah. It's a, good so, touch. a, a lawyer. I'm, I'm pretty sure
1: yes. I, I heard it over the weekend. It was probably on the ABC. Yeah, if, um, if
3: mate, that's
1: and, uh, I, and he he. he Said the correct correct pronunciation is a lawyer.
0: Yeah. A lawyer. So, um, Davey and Walker will be starting Bull and Moore to the bench. We've got the a correct lawyer. pronunciation on those. A lawyer out. I Davey think I've got and Walker. B- Walker. Yep. Four, Don't worry. We've got the Roosters oh, game coming okay. up So We've got a new pronunciation for that one too. But prior to getting to that, we've got the dogs 13. taking on the Seagulls. Um, look, there's, um, Look, there's pride on the line here. The Bulldogs, I would imagine Griffo, would be really trying to get a win here and they'd fancy themselves to get a win uh, at home um, just to try and um, just improve their record as much as they can against a team, as we said, in the Seagulls that have been a, a really big disappointment. We expect a big thing from them this year.
1: Yeah, this is, uh, this is a tough game. Uh, it's... Uh probably a good spot for it, the 6 p.m. game on the Friday, to be fair. Um, I don't think people will be rushing home from uh, from work to to switch this one on unless you're a Bulldogs or a, or a Sea Eagles Eagle fan man. because you won't be able to watch your team go around for another six months or so. Um,
0: 45,000 people will be listening to it on the radio, though, uh, whilst they are stuck in traffic on Cleveland Street.
1: Fair call. Fair <laughs> call. Um,
3: yes. Yes. Uh, look, I'm, I'm. I'm going to <laughs> all, all On the Anzac Parade. He's the distributor.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, Manly have been they've been rotten now for a while. Mm. Um, I, I feel for Kieran Foreign. I think he's been really good this year. I agree. Um, he's sort of been squeezed out. The uh, last game for the club. They're trying to. Yeah, it's his last game for the club. Um, you know, Schuster was was getting a bit antsy earlier in the year, wanting to play six and whatnot. And they end up backing him and saying, okay, you know, we won't re-sign Foran. For mine, Kieran foreign, plays his good football in maroon and White. Yeah. Um, he's going to the Gold Coast next year. Uh I just no one seems to get the best out of four, and unless you know, unless he's wearing uh, the the colours of Manly, and and for mine, my, my memories of four will only be as a seagull. Yep, uh, he's been a great player. Um, he's had he had some lean years due to injury and other off-field dramas, um, but he's uh, he's been really good since he's gone back to the Eagles. Um, I wish him well. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm going to tip the Bulldogs simply because Mumley's playing poorly. Sheena?
3: yeah, I, this is tough to pick. And you know, when I flip a coin, I always tick the home side. Um, I'm going to go against my better judgment here. I, I think when you look at Manly, Manly are one of those sides that when you get them on emotion, they sometimes can 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 pull something out of the bag. Uh, Kieran Foran playing his last game in the Colours. Uh, this is massive for Desi, this game. This really, you know, his future at this club is in, is in jeopardy. Um, a win here might make things a frag sweeter. Um, I look at the Dogs. I think the Dogs are a team that's building and they've, and they're starting to reach, you know, some sort, of, some sort of pinnacle of theirs. My head says the dogs. My head says the dogs every day of the week. My heart says be wary of a team like Manly who have so much to play for um, in regards to pride. For a guy who... In manly colours has given so much in Kieran Foreign. And I think, and you know, Penn has said more or less that this game is 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 showing the support of the coaching staff. Um I not manly by a whisker, but on emotion more than head graham.
0: Yeah, oh, you got Manly. Okay, yeah, yeah, Um, Jeez, this could go either way. I'll go to the Bulldogs. Um,
3: I, look, to be honest with you, I'll be walking up to the SFS. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think <laughs> this is one wide, of those I'll be, games. I'll be, I'll, I'll be too a, excited it's, it's, about it's, the opening of the new stadium it's a to worry hard one about
0: to, this. It's a hard one to tip when there's nothing on the line. Like if there was something yeah. on the line here, you feel like you might, you know... Seagulls have a lot of players out, and even still, the the yeah the the team is not what it um, you know what what? was on paper. If at the end as well of the as year, if at the
3: end of the year you said the Eagles and the Dogs will be playing each other, ones above the other in the ladder, where do you think they both finish? You'd be thinking the Dogs make the eight. I mean, what the hell did the Dogs start like? You, you know, probably wouldn't be walk?
0: picking eleventh and twelfth. You would not be picking eleven. No, 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 and no. That's I what think makes when this
3: think. Interestingly, um...
0: look, eight weeks ago, you'd, you'd go, "Ah, oh, this is the seagulls belting the bulldogs,"
1: as they have done several yeah. times over the
3: last Walker few years. And Walker and Lock, I would, I'm, oh. which I'm somewhat interested to see what happens because Walker needs to find his niche for his for this part of his career coming up.
2: Well, he's and, off to the Warriors. Uh,
3: yeah, and that's right. And I think I don't. He won't get a centre spot there. He's got to find his niche. And I, I think I think at the Warriors, this is pretty much where he might fit. If not, in numbers higher than seventeen.
1: I don't know where anyone fits in that side. But
0: <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: can knows? I? Can I just? Uh, Who bring knows what they're doing? You yeah, know, we, we have our favourites at Carpool Rugby League. Of course, yep. we've got Yoko Ono yes. number 20 for the Bulldogs. Yes. There's a new favourite, and he's wearing number 22 for the Eagles.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to talk about this. Well, when you this guys is... were talking about the pronunciations, I saw this guy's name. I thought, there's got to be a joke for Gordon here.
3: Gordon Chan Comtong. I oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love
1: it. I love it. I love that name. That's
0: Channel a great one. I'll, I'll, I'll have to get it. Andrew Moore to make sure we're saying that right for us. And I love it, you know, I'm looking at some of the names. As soon as you guys said that, I was like, Oh, I love it. You got you know, Jamie Humphreys. I think that's also a good one. You, you know what
3: I thought? I thought if he's Does he talk Humphreys? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Or does he have someone who's right,
1: go... for him? Does right. he wear on Does he got pants? He,
3: wears, he, wears <laughs> no pants. Pants. he plays he with his no pants. pants. <laughs> And he doesn't talk. You know what oh, I thought shit, when man. I saw that name? Gordon Chan Kam Tong. Did you is, think is, um,
1: food? Mama's Megan Kam Tong No, I Camtong. thought
2: Yamcha. Uh, Yamcha. Um, yeah. You know what I thought? A new I, thought, <laughs> I thought?
3: I thought, and I'll be honest
0: here,
3: shit. I thought, I is it. that their version of a double oh, barrel, barrel name? It's like a triple Brandon barrel. Brandon Smith. Oh, yeah. I thought, oh, is that... Because you don't see that quite often. No, there's a lot and of double... I've never seen I'll, it I'll ever. be honest with you. I thought, that, you know, is it, a, is it their version of a... Is it like a Brandon Smith? Is it a double barrel name? I'll
0: tell you who are kings of the double barrel name while we're on this. The Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. They, uh, the Addo Cars, the Marshall Kings, the Fatala Mariners, Docker Clay, I'll, I'll include Pengai Jr., um, Yoko Ono, Um they, they love a double-barrel name there at, um, at Belmore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's going to have
1: Fatale any for yeah, Probably in yeah. the off-season, we'll do our carpool favourites. We, we could. <laughs> carpool we, favorites.
0: Pangai Jr.? Jeez, we could have a whole World Cup worth of our, of our favourites. And look, Terry Evans. It's going to
1: be hard to beat Gordon chan Kom tong
0: Well, he's in. He's, He's in. in. He's in. He's captain. He's captain coach. I don't know what position <laughs> Gordon plays.
1: But captain coach. That's a yeah. great name. I love it.
0: Yeah, I know. And if he listens, uh, reach out because um, yeah. I mean that, that it, it. that's got
1: cult cult figure all over, hasn't it?
0: It yeah. does. I mean, we thought
1: Cheekam was good, but this is better. Yeah. Is yeah.
2: Better oh, yeah.
1: Than
3: this, is, this is this is this is this, that's that's a great name. Um, Yep. he might be Shaolin because it says he <laughs> weighs nothing, He's he's got no height, and his date of birth is the first of the first double uh triple zero one.
0: He's uh, a 91 kilogram hooker who's 19 oh, years that, old. That's what he's not
3: right. getting on learned, the, on the, the, on NRL, on the NRL website. I went, Wow.
0: He's born yeah. to Samoan parents. His father is half Chinese, so that gives you a bit oh. of influence. So it um, could
3: be. We could be right. Yeah. Um, Good on yeah. him, though. Like you know, I hope he makes his debut. Like you. He's been in you, the um in the manly system. It's a lot system. of hooker,
1: really, isn't it?
3: Ninety-one yeah. kilos.
0: Yeah. He's any young right. bloke. But yeah. um, apparently, his mates yeah. call him Gordy. That's what 40. I'm uh, hearing. And okay. he's a is a fearless hooker. Fearless so, hooker. With well, a need to be go.
1: put
3: on him. Like you know, mm. like far out to be put on the bench, it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, so I think um from Southwest Sydney, uh, but uh, as a young age, think about he's been in the system with Manly since the age of fourteen. So um So Yeah.
3: So oh, so junior. Yeah,
0: he's been in their system for a long time.
2: Right.
0: Yep. Anyway. Thanks for yep. the update. That's, that's all right. It was like... Taking that, away uh, some of the mystique, though. I, I know. Yeah. It was, uh, that, that was all... Uh, well, I went on that was a quick the Google search, sir. So sure. no, Manly well, had well, an well, article well, on, on him late last NRL year. Website they had no he's probably bra. 20 now. That well, article's was, a year old.
3: So, it's probably well, about... Not, mate... You know what? I take my hat off to anyone who gets who gets called up for the jersey. So, do you know him. who
0: I take my hat off to? The poor bastards that have been waiting and listening just for the Rabbitohs Roosters preview. They nah, had to gonna, listen nah, to the last nah, ten minutes. Nah, of nah, nah, we're gonna make them sweat it out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, like we will be uh, on Cleveland Street on Friday night. Remember that time we were on Cleveland yeah, Street? Yeah, I was I actually. Yeah, I
0: was, I was. actually. We were um, driving,
3: Graham. Well, Chris and I, is... we bailed.
0: This is what this is okay. This brings me to the next. I don't even know if I hit the music somewhere.
2: Here. Why would you just get the train mate?
3: anyway? <laughs> yeah, why was I driving anyway? What were you that doing? was a moment of weakness. Um, because in the mountains, mate, it's the way back that's the issue. Well, right now, you wouldn't get it. I was train. actually they talking they about that's this true. earlier. Do they
0: run trains, mate? They don't even walk, there's nothing happening there. The um. The big game, obviously. Now, before we get into this game, Rabbitohs Roosters, obviously, it's a blockbuster. It's a big game. Uh, you guys have already touched on it. Um, look, I was even tonight. I was actually watching. I had uh, Fox Sports on in the background, of the Fox League channel, and they had, um, you know, those those packages they often have where uh, Matt Nable's having a bit of a chat, and there's all this gear going on. It was about the they SFS, had... and oh, it was about all the big. Though.
3: I like Matt Nables' package. It, it, yeah. He <laughs> does well, regardless great, of whether good it's in package. a. Good on him. I like
0: Look, It got me thinking, fellas, I'm going to spring something on you. And I, look, I have a feeling well, I Matt know. Matt
3: Nables' package.
0: <laughs> no, I don't have that here, unfortunately. It is a podcast, so um, the visual um, obviously won't be there. But it, it got me thinking. They were showing some of the great moments at the Sydney Football Stadium, and this really mm. is a celebration. Obviously, as South right. Sydney. Uh, Rabbitohs versus uh, Sydney Roosters or Eastern Southern Roosters game is big enough. I want to get your thoughts. I'm putting you on the spot here. Um, It goes without saying the number one moment probably was that Roosters versus South game where you fellas got done up before the game and I drove. (laughs) That's that's a famous one on the... uh, the Carpool Rugby League podcast. I think that was the night that Sonny Bill made his debut. It for the was. Roosters, was wasn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah.
3: There were bulldogs. A lot of bulldogs. Come out. <laughs> <There> were, <laughs> that's right. There was
2: right. a whole <laughs> bay of bulldogs. That was great. The kennel. Saw- the saw- yeah.
3: kennel was next to the burrow
0: that night. It was great. Yeah, that was good. Anyway, that's obviously number one. But let's let's see about uh, boys. Just on the spot. Big moments that have happened at the SFS over the years.
3: Can I, um, can I just give you my... Um, I Look. I remember 1989, last round, South Sydney versus Bulldogs. That's the first time I went to the SFS. It was a Friday night game. Oh, um, um, oh, um, for South um, my there. uncle took us down with mum and dad were there. And I went to this ground and we I, and I, we parked and walked across. And, you know, as a kid who's only you now, we went to Redford every now and then, right. uh, Penrith Park. Uh, I'd never been to anything like this. And I remember walking in and thinking, holy cow, what like, cause it wasn't like the SCG. Like I'd been to the SCG and seen football, seen South play there. To to walk into the SFS and watch it, watch I I had never ever seen it. It, it is something to this day. I can remember where I was sitting. I can remember every minute of it. I it was as a young boy. I just thought, "What have I? What? Have, where am I? Like, like this must be heaven." <laughs> you know, like was, was I there and just too young to remember? You see, you see this? Well, you, you <laughs> would have, have been too. <laughs> um, I just remember going. It was an eighteen-all draw, and that's that's. What I can remember every the way they put the images up on the screens and it was, it was revolutionary when I went there. And, and I, I, I think, I think of, of the thing since then, um, of course the 89 grand final, the, um, Canberra Raiders versus, uh, versus the Balmain Tigers. Um, you know, um, in some of
0: the Anzac day clashes and Anzac day times. clashes.
3: Um, you know, um, as a South fan, our last game before we got kicked out there against Man- uh, Manly, I think it was. Manly, last and- home game. Yep, yep. And our first home game was now actually our home game. They made it the Roosters' home game because they knew there'd be 40,000 people there, NRL, you dicks. Um, oh, um, a- Shots fired. Um, you know, I, I, rem- I remember watching... You know, as a South fan, South Sydney, we never beat the Roosters in the um, Ben Ben Walker field goal. Um, Two thousand five. I saw. I you know, my wife is a is a Dragons fan, and to my delight, when I saw the the Cronulla Sharks beat the Dragons one night, where <laughs> the Dragons were horrible in the finals. Um, origins, I, even the Origins, being Origins that there. were there. Yeah. I, you know what? I can't. I, I've seen South Sydney play abysmally there. I've seen us play some horrible games there. there was, uh, but, Speaking of that, Shane... I'll... But I've never seen a bad... Like, I've never had a bad experience Good, there.
0: Great man. You know what I mean?
3: Uh, sorry, Griff, I cut you off there. No, that's all right.
1: You're talking about a bad Souths performance. 2003. Mm. Um, Penrith played... The rabbit holes. Oh,
3: I remember that. Yep, I was and, there. I was there. I remember that. Yep. We played. I, you I didn't know form. you there, but I did see you there. We, we I, played you. right. We played you into, I knew, I knew played you into form. I, yeah, I, I remember. It was one
1: of the worst games. Of, it I was a, It was a dreadfully rainy night. Yeah, it was. It, was, it was a small crowd. Yep. Um, I I went down to watch it. At that stage, Penrith wasn't going well.
3: No. No. I think and, and, that
1: might have been. Near bottom of the table, they were. But then and, they won that game, and they didn't play well, but they won the game. Um, both teams were, were all hopeless, but um, and I think people sort of said, you know, these two teams will make maybe I... the bottom, bottom two of the league. Um, Penrith, after that, went on a run and end up winning. he did. The home, but,
3: we, I, I always Here say the reason why you won 2003 is because South Sydney played you into form. 16-14
0: in front of 9,000 yep, fans.
3: Our brother who defected, I'll say defected, to Penrith. But that was the night where for the first time ever I'd seen play um, uh, Tony Portua and Joe Nullivar. And I watched them single-handedly I, I don't think anyone else really bothered south but those two just made meters at will and i remember after the game when penrith won it was sort of like oh you know penrith the one you know and i said if those two players can can run like that every week their backs have to fire because i just remember it was it was 60 meters a set and it was sadly due to the dour outcome of the maybe of the of the thing, it was just like that those two single-handedly would make sixty meters and then they drop and then you drop the ball. It was like I think I think if you held the ball, you probably would have beaten South's Spot because South, you know, I, I thought we were half a chance and then the minute pull a tour and Null of our running i said we've got nothing we're not going to win this match there's no way we can stop those two and i honestly was amazed that they didn't just score the points themselves that was the first time i saw those two live and thought wow though they are brilliant human beings I, i i know exactly where i was sitting i was sitting in my designated seat um just just to the just to the right of the tunnel um I was I was sitting there. I was I was watching the game, and I, I I thought if if they run like that every week against all oppositions with with Lang and 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 Clinton coming through, they they could they could give it a red hot shake. And I've always said we played them into um, we played them into form. But it was yeah. I I I remember that night vividly because. I just watched two players in Nullavale and Pula Tour come of age. They, they, you know, whilst the scoreline said one thing, you saw the talent of two immensely awesome human beings.
0: Do you know something? I reckon that's really iconic. SFS, um, a moment that um, really sticks out in my mind, and obviously it's been something that's been shown on the TV a lot. Um, the Tina Turner 1993 performance. Oh yeah. I reckon that that that's gotta be up there. Um that's the eighty nine grand final, the ninety-seven grand final for that finish. Obviously, Griffo, the ninety one grand final. I I
3: I the ninety one grand final. Can I say the the moment I think of and and I don't know, it I, I look growing up, South Sydney were pretty ordinary, and 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 I suppose growing close to Penrith. One of my favorite my favorite player was 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 Mario Fennick, and when he left South Sydney, I was gutted. A guy I loved was Greg Alexander. I just love watching him play. For me, the kick from the sideline in that '91 Grand Final he nailed. I just think that was pure class. Like th- that's another moment where people say SFS. I go that 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 field goal from the sideline from Brandy.
1: If I just got to get some
3: power and then I'm gonna rock. Oh, otherwise I'm gonna battery oh, uh, but put some electrons, in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some electrons in that well look given the fact that it's um
0: it is
3: you know I, I can I just add this to to my <clears throat> memories of the Sydney football stadium um we can talk about all the the games we want whenever I go to Sydney football stadium and I'm sure young young I'm sure people who go there now would think, we were we were we were people that grew up in the Blue Mountains and and you know in the upper mountains and for our, our parents to 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 trek us down there to watch the football and whatnot for me some of those memories are the the sacrifice in the and what our parents did to make sure that we could go watch our favorite team run around week in week out like you know two hour drive there and, and another two hours back. Um, four-hour round trip to 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 a place which was just I thought was magical. I, you know, I, I, I it's it, it still you know what it still makes the hairs of the, the neck stand up. And I and and I you know when I walk through the car park, I'm still that young kid who stepped out of the Nissan Irvan, you know, of my parents, of our all well, our parents, mm. and and walking up to the thing. And I think for a lot of people, our vintage. It's it's maybe not necessarily the fact that what we saw there, but but maybe the sacrifice of the people that got us there, and and I know regardless, you know our uncle, who you know Alex, who got us there, and you know, who we went there with, and it's it's I think that's what rugby league's about in some of these places is the memories of not only watching football there, but the people that got you there, and I I no doubt think that tomorrow when we go into oh, friday sorry when we go into the new stadium the nostalgia of going through moore park and and remembering what was there will will always will always take place i think i
0: for think for our that, vintage it's the home of rugby league yeah, that's no, where the like, big like games you know, happened
3: and you know we, you know and the sacrifice of the people that got you there as a young kid you know that I was nine when, when I first went there, you know, my you know, first game at the SCG, I was six. You know, I didn't make my own way there. People sacrificed um, what they could do to get us there. And I think, you know, I think we often forget about that. And in the nostalgia of rugby league, the people who, who get you there to watch the games is just as important as the game itself.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, when we talk yes. about important games, it doesn't get much more important for these two clubs, then when they play each other, there's the Roosters and the Rabbitohs, they will face each other at the uh, first game at the newly opened Allianz Stadium. Um, we often refer to it as the Sydney Football Stadium, but Allianz Stadium is the official name given can't wait.
3: sponsorship. Jeez, can't wait to have a look. The
0: the rundown for the team news... Um. We talked briefly earlier about the concussion to Victor Radley. Uh, Daniel Tupu also out with a groin and Lindsay Collins suspension. Uh, they'll see Takiaho Momorowski coming to the si- starting side. Fletcher Baker, Toro May, the new faces on the bench. Uh, for the Rabbitohs. they're not without their concerns as well. Damian Cook still sidelined with the uh, COVID-19 uh, protocols. He tested positive on Saturday last week, so missing two games given the short turnaround for the Rabbitohs. So, uh, Saliva Haveli again will play hooker. Campbell Graham is out injured. Uh, the club's saying they're resting him. We do know that there was that uh, contact to the head in last week's game um, by Cohen Hess. So, he's going to be replaced in the starting side by Jackson Paulo in the centres. Uh, Nicorema has been dropped to the reserves list, and Peter Mamazoulos will be in the 17, wearing the number 14 this week, to the um, excitement of a lot of South Sydney fans. Um, I'll go to you there, Griffo. Um, by the looks of it, you've powered back up. Um, just like yeah, He-Man. 6% uh, now. Wonderful. Just like He-Man, you have the power. Um, <laughs> this is a big game. This, depending on the result on Thursday night... now. This is where we say the ifs and buts. If the Storm win, they will get fourth position. This game will then be for fifth spot. However, if the Eels win, um, effectively the winner of the Roosters Rabbitoh's game will be sixth, the loser seventh, and we'd see them play each other in week one of the finals again. Tell it, I mean, obviously, you know you're going to get a a significant amount of passion out of. us two over here being uh, big Rabidos fans. Um, as a neutral fan, I'd love to get your opinion on this game because um, throughout the rugby league community, people are, are well aware of the um, the impact of this game. Not only when the teams are doing well and it's got finals implications, but just just in general when these teams play each other.
1: Yeah, massive. Uh, always a massive occasion, but um, especially so given you know this is the. First NRL game at uh, at the new stadium. Um, it was meant to be the first ever game, but of course we've got the NRLW who are playing before this game. Which I'm just glad that I remembered because I'll be tuning into that game. Hopefully, if I can see it, rather than the uh, Bulldogs.
0: <laughs> Bulldogs manly game
1: manly. so. <laughs> Um, it's a big clash uh, the Roosters and the Dragons in the uh, NRLW and I think they're the two best teams they played the grand final earlier in the year um, uh, but this game um, well every year it seems to get bigger and bigger the the rabbit Rabbitohs v Roosters Um I don't remember it like being a big thing, you know. Going back, eighties, um, nineties. Well, I go back it, it, to the seventies, really.
3: No, nah, I remember when I was a kid. It was the dragons.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they. You know, they talk about they've hated each other for over a hundred years, and they may well have. But I think it's really only in the last. I think really only since the Rabbitohs have come back into the competition after they had those couple of years out um, that there's been the build-up and the rivalry between the two teams. Obviously, it was there before. It just wasn't as well publicized. Um, but they genuinely don't like each other. Um, it's not just the fans, but... But the players of each team look and circle these games at the start of the season. Um, It brings out the best in in both teams. And as a neutral, I I always look forward to these games. Um, When I knew the Roosters were losing players, um, I thought it was going to tip the balance to the Ravidols. But... The Rabbitohs are, are missing key players, as Graham mentioned, uh, with Cook out, Campbell Graham, and, and his replacement is going to be under immense pressure if he indeed plays in the centres because he's, he's been used in the centres before and it didn't work. And at the moment, there's no better uh, attacking force than the, than the Sydney Roosters. Um, and I just think they're going to get the job done, even though the Rabbitohs have had the wood on them for a while now. I look at um, Johnston, Tass, Bowlow, and Milne, and and I, I think defensively the Roosters are going to target those guys. Um, and, and I think they'll probably score enough tries. Um out wide. I know South will get some of their own out wide. Um and I greatly respect what they do with the ball South Sydney, especially with Luttrell in the team. But I just I think the Roosters will score more tries. Um I mentioned this I think to Shano earlier in the week. Luttrell Mitchell ball in hand. It might have been mentioned Ukraine but yeah I think he's the best player in the league. But you know, I've, I've, I've seen tries that have been scored in the last few weeks uh, where I'm thinking, where's the fullback? Where's the fullback? And he just gets there too late. The um, second
0: Cowboys try was an example yeah, of
1: that. Where they was, their yeah. It was but the I, same against the Panthers. <clears throat> no,
3: no. There was one try, I agree. It was like, you got to come across and cover
1: yeah, so I, I, I think, I mean, the guy is an absolute, he's amazing what he can do when when he's attacking. But you've got to be able to stop tries as well as a fullback. Yeah. Um, and, and most of the tries you stop are simply by being in the right place at the right time. And, um, yeah, he's, he's got to improve that area of his game. Uh, particularly in a game like this uh, because the Roosters will challenge them Um, the Roosters are are in they're hot at the moment and I I just think uh, and I look I might be wrong but I just I'm going to tip the Roosters uh, this week this is so many guns to fire uh, with the likes of Manu Tedesco Swatli'i Kiri um, and then the form of Warrior Hargreaves and Lodge up front, uh, they've been outstandingly in the platform. Um, I, South, as I said, South will score points. The, the quality of, of, of Cody Walker, Luttrell, put Johnson down for at least one try a game, probably two these days. Um, they're going to score points. I just think the Roosters will probably score a couple more. I think I
2: know you oh. too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ready. But, but no, but you, you make some valid points there, Griff. The the only I, I, and I agree with you. I thought there was one try against the 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 Panthers where I thought he was out of position and probably could have stopped something. Definitely that second try of Cohen Hess where it just came over. It, it's it's as if he ran from Bay twenty eight. To, to come and, to come and stop it. Um, the only thing I can offer in regards to that is is we know that, that basically when Natrell come back that that he was going to find his effort areas of running in certain, in certain times, like I'm not going to run from fullback. I'm going to try and pass the ball because I'm going to save my, my hamstring. He's running a bit more now. I'm not gonna sort of cover in defense. That's what the defensive line's job is until my hamstring. It, it sort of gets to the point now, you're versing teams where if you don't cover, they'll smash you and they will score points. And and the thing with South Sydney on, on the back of that, that was two six tackle um, runs that scored those tries. Look, I am gonna choose, I'm going to choose South Sydney. Um, the thing with south sydney i think is is that they have to play well to to jump into this final series i think it's fair to say that south sydney this year have been a bit of an anomaly um it's interesting i, I you know last year they lost two games by 50 and and when they came to the final series everyone was worried about them this year they've been there or thereabouts in most games bar against the the dragons and and um and and people are sort of saying well we don't see them as much of a threat. Um I think that for this game South Sydney do have to fire they do have to look at look at combinations. I don't know what Blake Taft has done. I really don't know. Like Polo has not played well at times throughout this year. Blake Taft, for me, was sousing his best player in the final series. Um, He had a good game in the grand final and just does not get the call up. This guy guy played halfback in his junior football. He reverted to fullback in the NRL. He could play centre in a heartbeat. I just don't know what's happened. I I really don't know where he's fallen out of favour. Thank God Mamazulos has gotten the tick. He it will be very interesting to see how he plays. Um, he's a dynamic footballer. I don't. I can only say injury has kept him out the last couple of weeks. I I, I rate what he does highly. I think moving forward, um, Damien Cook may be the 60, 60 minute man with 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 um, Mamazulos there. I have no idea why they hired Cody Nikarima, but anyway. Um, they're on more money than me and know more about rugby league than me. But anyway, um, depth to the, the halves, probably yeah, maybe. Um, the yep with Blake Taft, SG ball halfback of the year. Um, yeah, that's I, I don't know what that guy's yeah. done. I, I don't know got what that Hawkins
0: was, was, was.
1: Yeah, caught, and too. Dean Hawkins, Hawkins. you know is what? A very
3: Hawkins' kicking game is. was phenomenal <clears> the, the other week. Yeah, I, yeah, he's not in the we twenty-two.
2: Could, yeah, we could. No, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll,
3: I'll, I'll, what I'm about to say is, is that when I look at when I look at the Roosters team, I see a team that's under strength, but not under fire. Um, they've they've got all the firepower they need to win this game. I agree with Griffo that they're going to look to the centre three-quarter areas, put the kicks in, because it seems to be that's where the Mitchell does not read the play well and is out of position. Um, without stretch there, uh, Campbell Graham defensively, South Sydney is exposed. Again, I, I I don't look. I'm not having a go at Jackson Paulo. I my thoughts on Jackson Paulo have been very um, consistent throughout his playing career. I, I I look at a guy like Blake Taft and I just think that guy has to have a has to have a place in the side. Um, when when we can fit it in, and at this point in time, we can fit it in. Uh, Dimitri is a far better um, judge of... Yeah, he's better coach than I am. Interestingly enough, he was asked about why he's not resting players. He basically said every player's had a rest. Bar Cody Walker, so no one should be whinging. Everyone should be playing. Um, Except for Latrell. at the start of the week. He got a rest. He got a rest, you got you got sent home, he was allowed to go home. Um, which is fair, call. I, th- I, th- I think there was some some play management, there. yeah. I think there were some things there beyond you know beyond what we know. Um, See South Sydney are going to win this game, I hope. But the Roosters are a very lethal side, I, I think they're playing their way into form. Um, what we see this week could be the precursor to next week. The biggest difference with next week is both sides will probably be full strength, provided uh, they don't get any more injuries. This week, can I just say that? Clifford, can, I just add, can I just add one last thing to this? This has the. This will blow up this game. Oh yeah, this game's going to blow up the luck. like last week's. Game. And I, yeah, that's right. And I just hope everyone has a cool head um everyone keeps calm and everyone understands that next week they're probably going to play each other again Tucky aho in the uh he's locked this week is my am, am right yeah. yep. that? um um I think I think the guy that could be the difference is cam Murray cam Murray has played some exceptional football in the last four weeks um even in a losing side, he is he he is one of the best for South. So, yeah, I I'm picking South Sydney, but 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 the, but the Roosters will bring it.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, people with allegiance are picking their team in this one. Um, the, the, the everyone else is is up for a good game. It could go either way. I think, like you said, I, um, keeping. I just it... want to see.
3: I just want to see a fair game, and no one get hurt. No stupidity. And at the end of the game, if we walk away and have a beer and say the better side won, we're, we're living for next week.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and look, I'll, I'll be honest with you, to your point before, like, I mean, that you you raised a couple of good points, like keeping a lid on things. I think the key there is uh, the occasion not getting too much of, um, yeah. I mean, there are players that, that stand out when you think of that. You think of your Cody Walkers, your Latrell Mitchells, uh, dry arrows on the south oh, side. if, if, we know if that... the
3: roosters get under their skin, walk away till next year because yeah. they'll get a week. And we know Ria Hargraves obviously yeah. last week was, yeah, was and the awesome same thing for will just chip away at him, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, just before we, we move on, just to your point, Shane, I'm not even 100% convinced that this is the 17 that will run out. I, no, I actually, i
3: I agree with you. Yeah. I was actually
0: very interested to see, the um. The makeup of the reserves list. Now we know that um, obviously you know you've mentioned Blake Taff and his role this year has been the um, the ultimate eighteenth man. Cody Nikarima actually out of the side. He's been almost like that number fourteen. Um, you know that role that Mamizalos is playing. There at the moment, they've they've, they've liked having that Cody Nicorima there to cover not only, you know, say, for example, if someone you has gotta, to come in at hooker, Bam- but also Bamazolos. covering the, the back line as well. um as has been that, injured. Yeah, he was so, 18th man last so, week.
3: So, yeah, he's been injured for a few weeks. Yeah. Where, where people thought he would come in, he's actually been injured. So yeah. I'm wondering if they're saying, let's give this young guy... One last flurry, see how it goes. To my point, um, South
0: usually will put one of those players on the bench that, that you know, Nick has been that man They can cover the back line if needed. Yeah. The yeah. other thing that I find very interesting is that both Richie Kenner and Josh Mansell, who are wingers, mm. are on the reserve list, and we know that Tane Milne, who is playing on the wing, um, has also played some center. I don't know oh, if yeah. there I don't know if there's a option where there's a late change where the Paulo a- goes to the <laughs> wing, Mill to centre. News. There was some she news Cam's coming. an option at centre. There's two wingers on but the no, extended squad. That back line. I'm not putting my house on it. There being was some news
3: seven. coming out of South early this week. Some very strong valid news that basically people like Alex Johnson was going to be rested and because he's got the first try score of up, like no one's going to beat him for the year. He will be the first person since Nathan Blacklock to win it three years in a row. Um, the, the, the thing is basically in a closed room session, apparently they were asked, do you want to play? And everyone said, yeah, we want to play. Yeah. We, we, you know, give us a go. Spots if in the 8 we We're going to get injured today. If home if we're final saving up for grabs, today, we're going to get. That's right. We're going it, to get to home final. It's basically let's play ourselves into <laughs> let's play ourselves into contention and let's get a home final. They win. Mm. They're guaranteed a home final next week. That's big.
0: Either team. Yep. Yeah. Should be a belt up. That's
3: the thing you get.
0: Sorry, mate. i have cut you off. Oh
3: no, I was just going to say if if the um, Eels lose they could, the, the could winner could fifth. finish fifth. Yeah. And that's, no, that could be playing, yeah, the Raiders, which is just as big.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's the, the big Friday night clash previewed there. Moving on to Super Saturday, uh, 3 PM. We see the Warriors taking on the Titans, uh, in regard to the team news for this one, Sean Johnson's been named despite suffering a calf injury against Penrith last week. um, Aiken, Arthurs, Egan, Montoya, Berry all return to the side. Uh, so plenty of in's coming back for the Warriors. Philip sent me back um, for the Titans. He had a head knock last week, so he'll take over from Brian Kelly. Uh, yet again, Griffith, we've got a game here with two teams who are effectively playing for pride and hoping to get something uh, positive out of this season to get ready for next year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh again, this is a good time slot for this game. Three PM Saturday. Um I'm gonna tip the Titans. Uh for mine the Warriors are rubbish. Um simple as that isn't it? <laughs> they're actually above currently above the Titans on the ladder. The Titans actually can get up to twelfth because they've got a better for and against than uh there's there's a number of teams on 14 points, and if all those teams lose and the Titans win, um, they'll go up to 12th, which doesn't seem so bad. Uh, and, and they will have finished the year with you know a few wins because um, they were in the wooden spoon position there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but you know they they beat Manly uh, last week. They beat the Knights, so it could be three in a row. Um, and I think it will be. I just think they're. I look at the the team list. You got the talented of um, Brimson, Campbell, Big Tino, Fifita. That's David Fifita and his cousin Jojo Fifita. Um, Farno is a very good player. Uh, I just think they they got the better players, and I'm going to tip Titans and. And that's
0: it. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, look. In, in all fairness, last week when we look at the results um, on the board, the Titans um, they had a lot of points in them. Um, th- there was almost a moment that got a gaff in the Titans game where they were celebrating a try, and uh, one of the players went to jump in and overshot the mark. If you saw that, you'll know what I'm talking uh, about. I did see that. Yeah, 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 that was a good one. But Aaron
1: um, Woods style. Yeah,
0: that's right. That. Yeah, he yeah. was the he was the best one. Yeah. yeah I actually like the Titans in this one too. I mean, albeit the fact that it is in Auckland, I think a lot of people will go the home team on this one. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tip the Titans to, um, to finish on a positive note to what's been a, an ordinary season. <laughs> A big game for the Broncos at 5.30 on Saturday. They'll be playing uh, the Dragons. Uh, This is a home game for the Dragons. So the uh, Broncos will have to travel to Sydney for this one. Um, Dragons have the same 17 uh, that won last week against the Tigers. Um, And I've also noticed that Andrew McCulloch is in the reserves. Um, I think he's coming back from a knee injury. Uh, For the Broncos... The biggest news for them, if he does in fact play, is that that Adam Reynolds has been named. Um, he had that head knock last week, so we'll see how we go. Also, saw that Thomas Flegler was um, is named, and they're expecting him to play. And we heard a lot about that throat injury, um, oh. so it's it's actually a good thing, I suppose, a positive thing to see him named. Yeah. And if he does play, then the injury is not as bad as suspected. So that's great news. For uh, the other massive news really for them is carrigan returns from suspension at lock you guys mentioned earlier that um he is probably one of the biggest um key factors in this team uh the head scratcher last week was the fact that Selwyn kobo wasn't in the side they said he was um being rested not sure why he would rest um big players in big games. But anyway, look, we're trying to understand what the Broncos are going to do. Um, Look, are are we seeing a win in their future? Are we seeing finals footy, Griffo? What's going to happen um, for the Broncos this week? Can they get the job done? Uh,
1: I I think they can win the game. I'm I'm not certain I'm going to tip them, but they can certainly win this game. I mean, the Dragons haven't exactly set the world on fire. Um, They're sort of a you know, most dragons we associate with fire breathing. I've, I've started watching actually The Garden, House of Dragons. Dragon. Oh, what yes. a good
3: um, show. Yep. Yeah. How good cool was the start? Like, you know, like the music's back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a game of Thrones. So, that was uh, good. Yeah, it's back.
1: I think, uh, you know, they, they could probably bring uh, Damon uh, into their team. He's got a bit of fire about him.
0: Mm. It does, yes. Is that why you've dyed your hair blonde, Griffo? On the, uh, <laughs> I can see here you've got the blonde hair. He's a Targaryen ah,
2: tonight. Targaryen.
1: Targaryen, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd I'd love to have some hair that I could dye blonde, um, but yeah, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I could sign up for the for the Targaryens. They, they they were going well at one stage, sort of went wrong for them, but uh, but anyway, um, perhaps
0: the Dolphins can chase some Targaryens. They're looking for recruits.
1: Yeah, they they could uh, they could
3: sign up one or two. Um, That's another podcast, isn't it? Like the, the, the dolphins, what have they got? Uh,
1: it's,
0: they're not a lot, actually.
3: <laughs> it is, it's like it's like what year? You...
0: This is actually like, the last full round we're reviewing. They are, are playing right next year. Like, yeah. I'm not
3: mistaken. Like but they this are. Is, taking... This
0: is the last. Regular round that we review without a Dolphins game.
3: That's right. This time next year, round one, someone's got to buy and someone else is playing the Dolphins.
1: Yeah. Look, I won't go on too much, but I think they've got one good sign and a player on the up, Tom Gilbert, who played Origin. I think Um, you agree. The others uh, are over 30 or they're guys who simply couldn't really find another club. Um, but anyway.
3: You know the game. big question I've got for that? Who's the person in the blue light disco that's standing on the sideline who doesn't get a game in Magic Round? Uh, well, it won't be the <laughs> Dolphins. But... <laughs> that's right. Someone's the blue light disco. Yeah, uh, yeah someone's going to be on the she side. Who- on, the the, the on the edge end, of the wall of the being... blue light disco going... Maybe
0: they, the can, maybe they can play against the Carpool Rugby League favourites. Maybe it'll be like oh, a selection the Warriors. week.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll leave yes. the Warriors in New Zealand.
1: Yeah, leave the Warriors over there. They've they, they, they missed a lot of time at home. Do you know,
0: that. as a South fan, do you know what I hope they do for Magic Round next year? Play it at Allianz Stadium, the new SFS, and give the Roosters the bye. That'll <laughs> Fuck them. Anyway, back to oh, this guy. That, that might
1: be a few <laughs> years down the track because I think it's locked in in Brisbane for a few years. Yes. But anyway. anyway. Um, you know, you We should know. do
3: a carpool weekend from Magic Round. Jeez. Wouldn't that be That
1: cool? wouldn't, be, wouldn't be a bad idea, actually. Wouldn't be a bad idea. I'd be up for that. You've got to pick
3: who's going to win, Griff. Yeah. Speaking of loose.
1: <laughs> yeah, it has been a bit loose tonight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, we missed last week, so... Yeah, we'll make it up for it. We've got a Um, quarter
0: of F-bombs in.
1: Yeah, I haven't dropped one, actually, tonight. But, you know, that might come. Um, Yeah, I I really don't know who to pick here, but I'm going to pick the Dragons because I think the Broncos, they've just been been rotten. Uh, Reports of a couple of players coming out and speaking out that, you know, the coach was was, you know, upset them with his tirade after the game. Well these are professional players. They they, they played like crap. He probably should have brought it out earlier, you know, um Kevin Walters, but um I, th- I do give him a more of a chance with Carrigan there. I think he's really important to this team. Um, the fullback, he can't tackle. I've, I've noticed in the last few weeks, just on the line, so many tries get scored where he's involved in the tackle, but it just don't stop anybody. Um, I know he's moving on to the Warriors next year, but... Uh, I'm going to tip the Dragons. I just think there you are, the home team. Um, there's a lot of guys who are ex Broncos players. Probably nearly half the team, actually. Just going down the list. Yep. Mulga's been there. Haunt, obviously, that's two. Maguire, three. Sewer, four. Bird, five. Oh, boy, five. Um, okay, not as many as I thought. McCulloch's on the reserves. And- yeah. He was a long-term Bronco. And, of course, uh, uh, Coach Griffin was uh, dumped by the Broncos. So, a few of them have got ducks to grind. Uh, I'm going to tip Dragons. Not confident, but I think they'll win, Shana.
3: Yeah, I'm with you, Griffin. I'm tipping the Dragons. Um, I, I I thought Jack Bird last week actually played a really good game. I thought there were times in in the game last week where it was hanging the balance against the Tigers, thought you'd never say that. And, and, and he really pulled up some, I know we talked about the way he earlier, but he, he had some really good defensive moments. Josh Maguire um, adds a lot to this side. I, I think, you know, it, it, there are certain things that could have, there are certain players in this side that could add things. Look, it goes without saying, Selwyn Cobo for the, for the Broncos. Um, is a massive in. I don't know why he was an out, but but he's a massive in. Um, the thing I find with the Broncos is is they look like a side that's slightly imploding. Um, I doubt Adam Reynolds will play. Um, he's got a history of head knocks and is prone to concussion, so I dare say the protocol will be to rest him for a week. Um, when you look at their replacements, it, it's probably. Um, something that's going to happen, you know. Um, yeah I, I i i look at i look at um, i look at these sides, and I just think that that the the, the dragons might have it. Um, I agree with you. Once a team starts talking about the coach and getting upset with what the coach says, there's an implosion there that's imminent. I think the Broncos players need to have a long, hard look at themselves. At, at, at stages throughout this year, they've played like a top eight side, like a very good top eight side. And at stages this year, they've played like a bottom two side. Um, the biggest problem is, is when that average is out, you tend to miss the eight. And that's what's happened with the Broncos. So I think the Dragons at home... With the momentum the Dragons have, um Ben Hunt playing, you know, I I mean no disrespect when I say this. I think he's in career best form. You know, I know he's played in some very, very good sides. I just think he's playing some of the best football he's ever played. So um yeah, I, I've got Dragons Grey.
0: I'm doing Brisbane. Of course I'm not. I'm going
3: to tip the
0: Broncos in this one. I'm going to tip them to win the game. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit sceptical that Reynolds will play. If he plays, uh, then I, I think they're, they're specials. So I'm going to say that. Um, Cobo coming back in. Carrigan's huge. I'm tipping the Broncos to win the game. However, miss out on the finals. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so they're moving on. Massive clash Saturday night. It is a super Saturday, isn't it? With the Cowboys at home in Townsville taking on the Panthers. Now, um, team news, I'll go Cowboys first. If you want to get a coffee, um, you might have time to to make one when I do the Panthers squad. Dearden's listed amongst the reserves. We know that he was out last week, so he's looking to... um, to come back after surgery on a ruptured testicle in round twenty three that kept him out last week. Um you, you'd think if he's unless he's But that's quick. One,
3: like I, I like, you know, I've never Ruptured a testicle? I've never banged a bean, but jeez, that's um that's I I I just think that's quick.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the turnaround is on a on a busted nut, Bang, but busted um, bean, but yeah. Uh, look but look, you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know what his ability will be to um, to to play or or be involved in any activities throughout the week. I don't know what the recovery process looks like or the rehab there. But uh, we wish him all the best. Obviously, that's a that's a really nasty one. Scott Drinkwater has been named at um fullback, uh, the hammer at 5'8", but um. You know, you'd imagine the hammer going back to the bench if Dearden plays. Uh, Cohen Heskar missed the game through suspension, so uh, they will welcome back Cotter to the starting side. Um, Griffin Neme comes onto the bench for the Panthers. All right, here we go. They are resting Edwards, Toto, Crichton, Tago, um, May. Who is out this week? Rested. Um, you probably heard earlier that not only the NRL are dishing out fines for um, indiscretions. However, um, the um, the law up in Queensland have also issued a fine for an incident last year that that's been he's been found guilty. Also, you might hear some news about that. Uh, Luai also arrested Leota Fisher, Harris out, Isaiah Yeo, Um and I think Corryell's out with the ankle injury. Spencer Lenny will be a shoulder injury. Liam Martin listed amongst the reserves. Uh, he was rested last week. We know that he had that um, bad ankle injury, and he actually played the game against uh, South Sydney and was phenomenal in that game. Um, yeah, it'd take me all day to 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 tell you who's coming in, but there that's the big news there. Basically, what we're looking at here is um, Penrith resting all their players going to the finals with position one sewn up. Um, And um, yeah, I'd I'd imagine Griffo as a fan, um, probably not too concerned about uh, this one, concerned about the results, good opportunity for some of the the reserve grade players to come in to uh, get a few minutes under their belt uh, against a quality team, should they need to be called upon come finals time. Yeah,
1: absolutely Graham. A lot of guys are making their debut this week. Um, I'm interested to see Tom Jenkins in the centre. I've not really seen, I probably probably have seen him live, but not often. Um, I've seen a lot of highlights where he he seems to score a lot of tries in the lower, or has done in in the last couple of years in the lower grades. Taruva obviously is an exciting player. I don't, we, we haven't seen the best of him as yet in first grade. Um, Kurt Falls returns. He hasn't played for some time uh, in first grade. We know he's a quality goal kicker, and, and uh, in a couple of games he has played, he's been quite solid. Um, Hopgood has played the last couple of games. Uh, he didn't get much game time last week, but I thought he was outstanding against South Sydney two weeks ago, Jermaine Hopgood. Um, he, he really, if he can put in another big performance, he, he might keep a spot on the, in the 17, even when their best side is available. So big incentive for him. Lindsay Smith's a guy that uh, they've had raps on for a few years. He's, he's only played a few first-grade games, but when he's... Stood, He's, he's been very good when he's been there. so again he's the few, one of the future forwards of the club. Um, big Eddie Blacker. he played one game for the dragons a few years ago. He's, he's a man mountain looks like uh, something out of Vikings. Um, uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Uh, You've got Sonny Luke returning uh, off the bench there. He played a few games in the 14, and I thought he was very good uh, earlier in the year. Two guys that I really don't know a lot about, um, making their debuts, Liam Henry and Jack Cole. These guys uh, are these players they've developed from, uh, from Western New South Wales. Henry, I believe, is originally from Blaney. Jack Cole might be from Orange. I might be wrong on that. But he's uh, both these guys are, uh, are fellas they've brought through their development program uh, in uh, in the Western uh, or just west of the mountains. So Jack Cole actually came off the bench in the New South Wales under 19s earlier this year. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Um, a lot of solid performers: Chris Smith, Scott Sorensen, Matt Eisenhuth. Um, they've played a lot of first grade this year, particularly Sorensen, um, normally off the bench, but he's a starter. He's missed the last couple of weeks, so uh, it's interesting they have named Liam Martin at twenty-one. Um, as Graham said, he was rested last week. The um, Ricky Stewart's uh, not favourite player. Uh, is listed at 22. He didn't play last week. Not quite sure why. I think it, it might have just been dropped. Um, he's been a mainstay on the interchange bench all year, so not quite sure what's going on there with with James Salmon. Um, but anyway, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. New faces, opportunity, particularly for those guys who who have contracts. At the Panthers for the next year or two, um, to to stake a claim with with uh, you know, quite a few guys leaving the Panthers, um, opportunity beckons for for these guys. So it'll be interesting. Hard to imagine that what is basically a reserve grade Panthers team could beat the team coming third in the NRL uh, almost at full strength. Um, just on the pr- pronunciations of names, which we talked about earlier, um, apparently Jeremiah Nanai, it's pronounced Nana, like grandma type thing. Um, so uh, but, but he's, he's an outstanding year, Nana, or Nanai, we call him. Um, it's hard to imagine Penrith can win this game. Um, so, even though I'm a diehard panther, And I want them to win. Um, I'll be ticking the box for the Cowboys when I do my tips. Shane O.
3: Yeah. You know, you go through this Penrith side and you, you know, you just, you just think of the value that, look, I love a good Blaney bear. Um, You know, there's been some, the Rose boys played out there just recently and um, um, they're good to watch. And, And when you look at the value that uh, Penrith have got now, the Group Ten and Group Eleven rugby league in the last few years, um, you know they've really gone to the roots of where of where country rugby league is at, and yet they're still putting players on the field. I I I think it's a it's a beautiful thing to see, you know, Um, and for these towns, uh, Blaney, uh, whether it be Blaney. Dabo, Orange, wherever it is, to, to say that this guy played for us and is now in the NRL, that that that's testament. And of course, Bathurst Panthers team themselves, um, that's testament to what they to what they do and and, and the way they run things. Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Griff. I I just look at who's in and who's out, um, Nana has had a great season. Um, was on the you know, was neck and neck with, with the great Steve Menzies in regards to um forward try scoring ability for a season, yeah. He you well, know, he's the best nunner of all time, isn't he? He is, <laughs> isn't he? Oh, geez, <laughs>
1: the how, frame. Many, how many nunners do you see going up? for no, the no, no, zim, down no, zim 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 down zim frame.
3: four point, time. no zimmer frame needed, no. but um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I just think that when you look at look. It's hard to tip against Penrith because they're like the storm at the moment. Whoever they put on the field, they're going to produce. But when you look at who they're resting, and rightly so, I would want, if that was my team, I'd want to have a week off. When you look at who they're resting and who they've got out, um, the Cowboys are doing what they should do, which is let us take care of ourselves. We win the match we're in second and it's up to, you know, it's up to the Sharks to beat, to beat, well, to beat an easy bit of the site, uh, easy bit of the competition. But, 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 you know, they're, they're looking after themselves. They're saying, look, we'll win, we'll win Saturday at seven thirty-five, And then it's up to the Sharks to beat the Knights at two o'clock. And if, if they can do that, well then, we'll play the Sharks in Sydney, which you know the Cowboys, you know Cowboys don't generally travel well. But you know what? If something strange happens and we can get ourselves in second, well the Sharks have to come to us. And in Queensland, that's a different beast. I, I've got the Cowboys in this gray.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 as you guys said, it pretty much comes down to the fact that um, the Panthers are resting, you know just about just about everyone. So um look even and I mean we talked about this, uh for a long time as you know being that you know potentially first versus second um it's not the way it worked out a lot of players being rested, given the squads that are named um I I'd imagine you'd expect the Cowboys, uh to win this one. Pretty short on the sports bet too I think they're like only paying about dollar ten dollar yeah, fifteen. 5 50, five fifty. Panthers. Yeah. So anyway. Um. Yeah, jeez. Uh, there'll be people I know who'll put who'll like that five dollars. Uh, but uh, look, as you mentioned, the other implication, uh, for the weekend, the day after, on Sunday, when the Knights play the Sharks, uh, second position and a home final could be up for grabs here for the Cronulla Sharks. The Knights playing for pride, uh, given they're currently one of those teams that Griffo mentioned that are on. Um, 14 points, currently in 13th position. The game's going to happen up in Newcastle at 2pm kickoff. Uh, team news, Milford out with a rib injury. Crossland's going to start at 5'8". Randall joins the bench. Um, Jack Johns also on the bench. Croker moves onto to the starting side with uh, Suasa Sue dropping out. Um, So, no Kurt Mann with his quad injury. And no Mitch Barnett. Um, so he's actually played his final game for the club as he won't feature this week. Um, Dale Finucane, I notice, for the Sharks is in Jersey number 22. So it be interesting to see if he, um, comes back from his rib cartilage issue that kept him out last week. Um, many schools of thought there, if he's good to go, do you play him or do you just rest him for the finals the week after, given the fact that top four is guaranteed, um, Matt Ikavalu also uh, back from a groin strain. So uh, Iroh is going to drop out. He made his uh, debut last week. And um, the talk is that Connor Tracy will be rested due to his concussion until the finals next week. Um, Look, really, Griffo, we've got a team coming second against a team coming 13th here. The Knights have been a big disappointment. Sharks playing to secure that home semi-final, and I think many people will like the team from Cronulla this week. I'm one of them. Yeah, thought you might. Um, Newcastle
1: have been been poor. Um, They really only got into the game last week with the Titans once uh, Kelly was sent off. Um, Titans were all over them there. And then they still didn't get the job done. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm all on the Sharks here. Too much quality. Um, they want to be uh, at the peak of their form leading into the, the finals game the following week. So Sharks for me, shame.
3: Yeah, I've got the Sharks. They, they're, they're playing. You know what? The Sharks are looking at this side sorry, this game, sorry, and looking at this side. They're playing. They want to finish second. They finish second. They've got a home final. Um, they're throwing everything but the kitchen sink at it. I look at this game, and I think that the Knights, where the Knights are at and the Sharks are at, I actually think this could be an absolute cricket score. I think that I think the Sharks will put this team to the sword and in the four, they they will probably play a home final against the Cowboys week one. That is, um, some momentum that they'll take into that side. That the Cowboys will just rule. I, I think they're actually going to win and they will win well.
0: Yeah, Sharks go and belt them. Simple, <laughs> like, I know that's 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 pretty yeah, much to I, the point, but yeah. you'd expect a team with the aspirations of the Sharks going into the finals, given that they are in the top four, that they'd do away with this um, this Knights outfit, even though it is in Newcastle, and and look forward to a big game next week, which would be where, hopefully where two, a home final.
3: Where to for the Knights? Like, we should do a podcast on that. Where to for the bottom eight? Because they're in. You know, Knights yeah. are just...
0: Well, look, the, you right. know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. And but if, if going to the toilet, they go into the toilet, take a
3: friend with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's just, it's a horrendous point, really. anyway, we got another team where we say where to from because I think the next game actually has a bigger bearing on the eight than the one above it.
0: Yeah, I think we could be coming down to the final uh, game of the weekend, fellas, to find out who will be in the top eight. And um, the the basic equation for the Canberra Raiders is beat the Tigers, um, make the top eight. That's the way it's looking at this stage. Um, Obviously, there's a big for and against swing. I mean, if... Jeez, what would the... Yeah, the Broncos, if they have a big win, there could possibly be for and against implications. But... um, Look, at this stage, you'd have to imagine a Raiders win would be enough to get them there. Uh, James Tamo will play this week. He comes back from his um, one-game suspension. Uh, It's looking as though it'll be the last game of his career. Um, That'll push Musgrove back to the bench. Mamalo is back on the wing. Gardner's been named at centre. He's coming back from a head knock. Um, Peachy's going to be on the bench this week. Uh... Luke Brooks will not feature uh, due to the calf injury, so we know officially his season is over for the Raiders. Uh, Nick Chotrick returns from a groin injury, so Hopper White is going to be uh, 18th man. That's pretty much the only change we're going to see to the team that had the big win last week that we talked about earlier against Manly Griffo. Um, I know it's 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 madness asking you who you're going to tip in a game involving the tigers but um you know there's, there's more to it in this one the raiders have a lot to play for this week
1: they have everything to play for um it, it's raiders and, and and i think they win by quite quite a bit um the tigers mathematically uh can lose the spoon if the titans lose but it'd have to be massive win over them, and then they could do that. Um, so they've got the, the spoon pretty much sewn up. Um, at least the winning time something. in there, well, yeah, it is. Yeah, first time in the club's history. That was a surprising thing, is that true? For me. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. obviously, you know, feel, but...
0: talking about the joint venture there of the West Tigers, yeah, since uh, yeah.
1: that's right, the year 2000. So they've, they've been an absolute powerhouse not winning the spoon
2: <laughs> for 20 no, years, or over 20 that's years. Like, but... that's,
0: like, that's like celebrating the fact that you've been in jail <laughs> your whole life and you've avoided death row. It's,
3: yeah. Uh, the yeah. Card Express. Yeah. Um, yeah. Must always run on time.
0: Well, there may not be any games at card over after next year, no. so there'll be another piece of. Uh, yeah. Of, of history, but anyway,
1: Memorabilia. Yeah, uh, look, it, it, you know, I, I know it's got that um historical uh sort of I don't know what the word is nostalgia, nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, but look, that's all it is, it's, it's just it's a ground, um, you know what, watch football
3: from you know what, the funny thing is, and and I mean, no disrespect here, Griff. I remember a time where Penrith Park. Was pretty, was a pretty average ground. It was freaking dirt on one side and whatnot. Then they said, no, no, let's, let's, and, and, and the council and everyone involved, all the stakeholders got together, let's upgrade it. They upgraded it. 10, 15 <sighs> years down the track, they said, it needs another. Let's upgrade it. They upgraded it. This is the thing. Now they're going to knock it over. Know. No, but, but <laughs> you know what? I talk and you about- know what Leichhardt? Leichhardt just never got that. And you think about the the council down there. You think about the coin down there. You think about everything going on down there. Like Leichhardt is the ground for for the Jersey Flag semi-finals and stuff like that. Like I remember a time Graham, where we met Adam Reynolds down there and watched North Sydney play in a semi-final. Right. And and you think about it and you go. Why did they? Why did that? What? What? What did Penrith, as a club, a council, as a ground? No, the people in Leichhardt didn't. In other words, Leichhardt, they dropped the ball. And you know what? Whatever they, did. thank God, no one got hurt the other day. By the yeah. way, That's but true. they reap what they sow. They've put absolutely nothing into the place and they've got nothing out of it. I said earlier that back a house needs some significant changing. This is yet another example of why.
2: Just
1: uh, on, on Leichhardt uh, and, and contrast with, with Penrith. Um, in the 70s, um, it was the shell ground outside- It was. Of the, yep. the SCG. It was the only ground where you could play night games because mm-hmm. they, they had the lighting floodlights. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, that's what they call them, and those floodlights. Um, it's an interesting turn, but, um, and and uh, it it was where the uh, Amco Cup was played, they, and they played, they played interstate matches there, before the Origin uh, mm. concept. They were playing on like on a Tuesday night. New South Wales v Queensland uh, at Leichhardt. Yeah. Um, anyway, at, um, interesting, last, uh, last during last week, um, uh, a cousin, a sort of distant cousin of mine, um, had taken some, put old footage from the 70s onto, um, and made it digitized, or we had someone do it, and um, had some old family stuff there. And watching, uh, he was playing on Penrith Park. Um, And this is, you know, mid-70s, I guess. It looked like a country field. Because oh, mate. It just was, sur- you, you could Oof. literally, sur- surrounding it was
2: Oof.
3: was paddocks with, with animals in them. There was no grandstand. There, there would have been the small mate, that, but That eastern grandstand, Griff, I remember in 96, uh, watching South Sydney versus Penrith. It was uh six points to four from memory. Not a try was scored, it was all scored with penalty goals. We were sitting on the ground. Yeah. On that eastern side, it was the hill. Yep. It was Penrith Park. That's what it was called. Yep. It was called Penrith Park.
1: Yeah. There was not much. At, it was there was not
3: much there.
2: No.
3: And when you look at what it's become now, what did what what crystal ball were they looking at? <laughs> That the that the people looking after Leichhardt weren't looking in. I
2: think
1: to be fair to 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 the Leichhardt people, Penrith had sort of space there for expansion of of the ground and the facilities, whereas in in uh, Leichhardt there the it's literally you've got houses right next to. Yeah. The, the field there and then some people you know obviously uh, they don't need to go into the ground because they can just sit up, up on the top of their yeah. roofs or, and they can watch the game but so it's you can't really um,
2: I, look,
1: expand I always, it too much
3: I always thought I always thought that that they got torn between Concord and Leichhardt and between the two they didn't find a home it was, it was almost like, do we put all our money into Concord Oval and and, and make that out? Because that's their training base, and it has been for a while. Um, do we put our money into Concord Oval and say, well, Leichhardt was a great nostalgic place, but unfortunately it's run its time? Or do we, do we put our money into Leichhardt and have concord oval as a as a good suburban ground for rugby for rugby league and and neither have flourished and well, and see, i think and i think back a house council everyone needs to put their hand up and say maybe yeah.
1: we've dropped the ball on this concord actually um, again it, it was the showpiece for it was unit. a great
3: ground oh yeah rugby um, union it was
1: a they, brutal they, ground. they played the very first World Cup, I think, mm-hmm. games yeah. were played there. Um, yeah, but they've taken they took down all the stands and they've, done, yeah. and they've put in the centre of hope. Of course, now they deconstructed it. I'll, I'll not it. ever <laughs> call it a centre of excellence yeah. until there is some, there is some right. excellence. It's yeah. a centre of hope. Um, it's as much
0: it, a, a centre of excellence as, um, you know, Leichhardt Ovals. An actual Oval in so Yeah, um, and referred
1: look. to by some as the eighth wonder of the world, not by yeah. me.
0: No, or, I, I call it Lilyfield Rectangle myself, but anyway. The, the um, Lilyfield Lily uh, Ground. Yeah. Um, all that being said, is that going to impact on your tip this week? No. no
3: so, Raiders, why are they winning? Raiders, because they're better.
0: Cool. Are they making the finals?
3: Yes. Raiders will finish eighth.
0: Yep. Yep. I think we're all in agreement to that one. Raiders they, win this one. Raiders get eight spots. You know
3: what? And and to their credit and to Ricky's credit, uh they needed to win three and they won them. Yeah. And they can't put in front of them. If they look, if they lose this one, it's 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 you know, they'll be looking at each other and I still don't think Ricky's had a great year. No. They've made the eight. Yeah, they've done enough. And also,
0: too, as we said earlier, like before you came on, Shane, Griffo and I were talking about the fact that um, not only this year, you know, are you making the top eight, you're you're making the top eight with the likely 30 points is going to be what gets you in the eight. That's. Fourteen wins, ten losses. In contrast, yeah, to last year's it's a big, it's a big. You know
3: what? This has been the best win loss ratio for a while. It shows the quality,
0: and it shows why we
3: have and, to be excited and, about this weekend. And I think, I think maybe it. You know, apart from the Panthers, who were light years ahead of everyone, um, like win twenty, loss three. I think, I think it probably shows that. Anyone from two to eight. Oh, I tell why they are. I'm not too sure about the Raiders, but I think there's anyone, seven teams that can win the cult. Yeah, there, there's teams there they go, you go if they have a runner form and they play to their potential, yeah, they might they might actually do some damage. Interestingly, I don't like betting, but it's funny. Um like how certain teams have shortened and certain teams have lengthened and you sort of go, How did that happen? And and it's it's like it's like a team wins but they, they lengthen. It's like I don't I don't think anyone really knows who's gonna play Penrith in the grand final. Like it's it's as if there's an assumption that Penrith will be there. There's this assumption you never that they'll be there and
0: no, no one yeah, knows They like, deserve to be there.
3: Well what is it? Um I think the Raiders Are paying one hundred and one dollars, like you know, who who in the top eight pays one hundred and one dollars? Um, South Sydney were thirteen dollars last week, and they're seventeen this week. Um, last week the Roosters were fifteen. They're eight dollars fifty. You know, like Cowboys who are a top three side are eleven. Like you just go, what's going on? I got a gut feeling. No one knows what's going to happen in this final series. I love that. Mm. I love that. I think that's a that that shows that this is going to be a very tight knit tight run final series coming up and that's that's a good thing.
0: I'll, I'll tell you what's not that we can do in betting, but if you' stuck with this, you can have a tip
3: because I gave you the uh, the Raiders
0: one about six weeks ago and um, yeah that one came through. There's a um, speaking of sports, but there's a market that the Premiership winner is to come from outside of the top four. Now, you can bet that, yes, the Premiership winner will come outside of the top four. That is currently paying $4.50. I, right. think, I think that that's a bet that in previous years you wouldn't even look at. I think this year there is the potential... That we could see the premiership winner come from well, outside you know, of the top four, you know, like, and it I, could I, be the Roosters.
3: I, yeah, I, you know, we thought the Roosters were going to finish first, and but yet when I look at the Roosters, I go, you know, they've had some good games. They've got a good one this week. I, yeah, I, outside of Penrith, there's no one I'm hanging my hat on.
0: No, I, I I think you're right, mate. I feel like it's a and bit that's what's
3: hilarious. Like we've got four like weeks South to figure Sydney, out who
0: plays Penrith in the grand final.
3: South Sydney, before they played the Cowboys, were fifteen dollars, I think. They beat the Cowboys. And now they're seventeen.
0: Yeah, I think it's more ca- more of a case of um,
3: they just uh, people just other don't other know teams what's going. Slipping on are ab- above them. Yeah, they just people are just going. Okay, who's going to beat Penrith?
0: I think that'll just about do us, fellas. I think it will. Mm. Big weekend coming up. Massive weekend of footy. Um, gee, if you don't get excited about this weekend, then uh, not much is going to tickle your fancy. Thanks for listening to us this week. Look forward to the footy this weekend and look forward to being back on board next week. Hope
3: Thank we'll you. you. Bye-bye. you go for the Roosters.
0: Yeah, I hope your team wins unless you go for the Roosters
2: i